You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. I want to talk about something. I was talking about something different, but a good friend of mine, we, we just had a conversation. I ain't going to point you out, good friend of mine. But um, talking about pricing, I think it's important that we uh, talk about it a little bit. Because your price is your price. And you don't want to scare people. I'm going to say, you got you to gotta, you gotta think about the importance of disqualifying people. Because everybody going to want what you got, but everybody don't deserve what you got. So you got to disqualify people, even if you do it with pricing. Right. And I, and I've learned that it's OK to be expensive. You, you're not going to work with everybody. You got to be OK with not being affordable um, to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be OK with that uh, because everybody, you know, everybody can't afford you. They won't be able to afford you. They uh, they're not. In your you know, they can't live in your price point and that's fine. It's perfectly fine that people cannot live in your price point. Perfect. Make sure you can hear me. Okay. So it is perfectly fine that people cannot live in your price point, but a big part of sales is disqualifying people. Don't be afraid to disqualify people and eliminate the people that can't buy from you. You are a premium brand. You specialize in this. This is what you do. And a lot of people can't afford a Bentley and they don't, they don't apologize for it, but you need to disqualify people. They don't high price. Um, High price items don't discourage um discourage the price. They let you know off rip. These these vehicles start at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And that's for the base model. So that lets you know off rip. Like in your mind, you like, I don't I I let me get out of here before I knock something over. I don't even want to break nothing. I like to give people that feeling. Get out of here for you for you for you knock something over and we, you know. So don't be afraid to disqualify people with price. Our prices start at boom. So, and, and that's going to always be good because like I said, if you get phone calls and people see that and they see your work, they know they're spending at least X, Y, and Z. It's no shocker to the both of you about what they're spending. And it's so important that when you, when you are a niche brand and only you do it, it ain't a lot of people they can price shop at. It's the people who do just this and do it well, or the guy who say he may be able to figure it out. So feel free to shock people by putting your starting price. I don't put all my prices, but starting price out there. Whenever somebody asks you, hey, how much you do what? What do you, what? It started at $5,400. Either they're going to bug you, they're going to continue to talk to you because it's not a problem, or they're not. Period. If you go into a Bentley dealership and they say it's $250,000, you don't ask a lot of questions. You're like, okay, let me get out of here. That's exactly what I want you to do. I don't want to keep kicking tires with you when you, you're not going to buy anything. Um, with regards to corporate headshots, is it best to have one set price or a price list? Okay, so my price list is my proposal once we get past that. Headshots start off at blank. Group headshots start off at blank. Should we move forward? 
And I want to qualify you, pre-qualify you before I waste my time. I need to, we need to talk about this before I waste my time. So I'm never afraid of price. I don't even care what your budget is. Because if your budget, if, if my price ain't in your budget, we're not going to talk no more. I don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste my time. You came here with $12 to spend. My prices start at 20. When I tell you that, we're going to, we're going to part ways. Because if you just holding on to $12 and you know you can't afford to be there, you're not going to stay there. You're going to say, okay, all right, well, let me, that's when the excuse going to come in. Let me talk to, well, I got to, oh, that's out of my price. Okay, peace. Don't try to save everybody with your company. Only work with the people that can afford you. There's companies that sell $100 bottle of water. They ain't worried about people who got $90. The Dollar Tree ain't worried about people with 50 cents. There's a lot more people with 50 cents than a dollar. The Dollar Tree ain't worried about it. So you have to be okay with the idea that some people can't afford you. We're not Walmart. We are a specialty premium item. Everybody can't afford you, fam. And you want clients that want to pay the extra money to say, y'all ain't up on this, or y'all ain't got this, or we got this. And that's what you want to be. You want to be the people that's making these, uh, these ugly red Mickey Mouse boots right now that everybody named Mama got on the internet. And you like, what the, why? Just because you ain't got them. That's why I got them. You spend $400 for some clown shoes, for some Pac-Mans, you're right. For some Mickey Mouse boots, just so you can have something that everybody so-called want and nobody got. Okay. So again, that's just a good marketing. That's good marketing with a premium brand. It's the stupidest thing ever, but people are followers like that. Wouldn't it be nice to be on the other end of being that brand that probably sold out of them ugly boots that's made out of styrofoam. They're selling them for three, four hundred dollars. That's way more than the 20,000 pair of boots you passed at Nike, uh, Walmart, or wherever to get these boots that probably don't keep your foot warm. They're probably not comfortable. They're not made to do anything specific. But look like something other than what everybody else got. So that's just what a premium brand does. So you want to be a premium brand plus the dollar amount. A lot of, a lot of people are charging for, for content. When you look at a company and what they're willing to spend, we still got to add a whole lot to that price point to even make it a premium price. It's a lot for an individual, but it's not a lot for a company to spend for what you're asking for. A company that have a product that generates hundreds of thousands per month or per year they're not going to bat an eye at spending 20000 for a video that's going to help those sales. They're not going to spend, they're not going to bat an eye at spending 15000 to get the right pictures to help those sales. They're not going to bat an eye at spending five dollars or $6,000 a month so they can continue to put out content and social media platforms about that product. It's nothing to them. It's a lot of money to you. It's nothing to them. So those are things you got to think about as a business owner. It's okay to have a starting price. Scare off the people that's window shopping. Scare them away. I love it when people come to my website and, I, and they say, I don't, I don't think I can afford you. You're probably right. Because if you're looking for content with price in mind, I'm not for you anyway. 
I have clients that call me up and just, they say, we need video. We need this, that, and the other. And I've worked with them before and I just send them the invoice and they pay it. They don't even look at it. I have clients. I got a client right now. Uh, I'll give you that farmer brothers. They make coffee. They sell coffee for a lot of different gas stations and a few other major brands. They have NDAs with that. They provide coffee. Some companies that are known for coffee and donuts. They're known for donuts. But they also have coffee. But this company makes their coffee. All of your QTs, your, um, what's the other one? Your racetrack. All of their coffee is, is, is this brand that will sell them coffee in, in their white label. So these gas stations get to call it their own premium blend. And sometimes they develop blends for these, these companies. Um, and they call me up to create content. Last time we did training videos talking about um, a new uh, system they had for gas stations where, you know, they deliver the coffee like dry froze or something and in the machine, throw it out, grind it up and just make fresh coffee. So it was for um, it was for gas stations who wanted to have better coffee because coffee bring people in every day. When you're in there getting coffee, you're like, well, I might as well get gas. I might as well get a muffin. I might as well get a Red Bull. I'm so coffee is a driver. They don't, they make, you know, they make a decent amount of money. It's a 99 cent coffee. They make a decent amount of money off of it. Um, but having great coffee just brings in a morning traffic and that's what they want. So this video was showing a new system that they developed, a whole new coffee system that they developed where a QT or somebody would buy a certain amount of these uh, machines and then they would create a special blend specifically for like QT. And they would sell that blend to them, but they had to have this machine to work it. So we created videos around that, um, around the fact that they'll create a special blend for your company. Now, mind you, this video went to, you know, a company like Racetrack who bought, I don't know how many locations they got, uh, 6,000 of these $10,000 machines and then continued to buy the coffee from them. So for them to spend twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars on a video, they don't care. They're gonna make that back in the first week. Do I feel bad about charging them thirty-five thousand, twenty thousand? I don't. They don't feel bad about about spending it, but they want it done right. They don't. They're not. They're not price shopping. They're not window shopping. And since that, since those three videos, anytime they call me, they don't even look at. They don't even care about what the cost is. They're just like, yo, we, we, you killed it last time. Hey, we need a video for this. I'm, I'm going to shoot another video for them. Uh, I think we got it coming up next month, which I, you'll see a behind the scenes video. I'll shoot it, um, where they have a location. Um, and in this location, they're trying to recruit for the location. So they're trying to hire people to help deliver the coffee because they have a warehouse. I'll do some behind the scenes shots to show kind of everything. Um, I'm, I'm working to get them on a, on an episode of beta client connect, but you know, it's, it's, it's just a high end client that don't care about the price. They didn't call me in window shop. You, you gotta be able to disqualify people. That's going to waste your time. You can, that time, because my time is valuable. I'm telling you, like I got other stuff I could be doing, even if it's what I want to do rather than to, to fight somebody who don't really have it. And, and a, a, and a big sales tactic. And I'm, I promise you try this, a big sales tactic that you can use with your next client that's haggling you for price. Tell them, hey, we may not be the brand for you. You guys may not be ready for this yet. 
We, we're a premium brand. You may not be ready for Gucci. That's why Walmart sells clothes. And just straight face them. Don't even, don't even be, everybody, listen, everybody can't wear Gucci. Everybody can't wear Gucci. You know, everybody can't wear Nike. Some people have to wear and ones. And it's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. When you guys are ready, we will be here. That's how you got to play it. Like, when you guys are ready to, 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 to come in at this level, when you're ready to offer this level of quality, we will love to work for you. I mean, you know how people get offended at that? Like, quietly offended after they said their budget is $3? You know how many people be butthurt about that junk? Not in a way where they mad at you. Like, it, it either punks them to say, I, let's go, let's do it. Or it's nice enough where it makes them come back later and be like, yeah, I got my stuff together. Now let's do it. I've never had a brand that I couldn't afford let me down in a way where I didn't want to do business with them. Right? So, like, I had a marketing company that was like, yeah, we, we'll knock your marketing out of the park. We need 17000 up front and 5000 a month for the rest of the year. We guarantee that you'll do X amount of numbers, and if you don't reach it, we'll refund you your money back. If I had a 17 to put down, I'm, I'm feeling stupid. I'm like, I'll be back. Let me talk it over. So, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just the way things go. Don't, don't disrespect you, but that's just the way things go. You know what I mean? Uh, it was another one that popped up. Um, I'm expecting over 3,000 brides in a month. Oh, okay. You're talking about your booth, getting your booth ready. Yeah, yeah. How do you know how to price without pricing yourself out from the jump? A lot of people where I am traditionally don't want to collaborate, unfortunately. Um, that's why you got to have a beta client. That's what that's that beta client module one. That beta client gonna tell you where how to find your price. That beta client is gonna tell you how to understand or how to determine what your target client spends. What do they got to spend? What do they got to spend? So if I know what they have to spend, I know where to set my price. If I know what it does for them, I know where to set my price. If I know, if let's break down the math. If and, I, and I've done this before with dentists. I know or ortho, right? In ortho, we're talking about braces and stuff. Everybody that touched their chair on average is spending four thousand dollars. On average, on average, you're really spending more than that because you're just thinking about the price of the braces. You're not thinking about tightening them up, coming in to get fit. Like you're not thinking about all the appointments to go with it that your insurance company may cover. You're just thinking about the one you think about the one appointment with the braces. So really they're spending and, and braces alone is anywhere between three to 8,000, right? The clear ones are a little cheaper, but you know, a traditional dentist making $5,000 per head. If I know that I am bringing you $5,000 with every person you close, we got to take the goal back one more. How many people do I got to send for you to close? Most dentists will say, you send people to me and I, you know, if I can close two out of 10, perfect. So if I send you 30 people, that should be six clients. Six, what, six times five is what? A lot. That's, that's what, 30,000? So if I'm sending you that many clients per month, you're making 30,000 a month on a bad day because you said you can close two out of 10. 
you may be able to close four or five out of 10. If I'm bringing you $30,000 worth of business a month, a month, shouldn't I be able to charge you five a month? I should be able to charge you 10 because you're tripling your money. And we haven't even factored in referrals, word of mouth, closing more out of two than two out of 10. We haven't even factored in lifetime value of that client. So there's a lot of other things to factor in as to why my price can go up. So that, that's why it's so important to, uh, to have that beta client to, to get these numbers. So they can't, you know, they're not going to tell you a beta client will, but your client won't lay it down because when they start adding it up, they want to put as much margin in that profit as, that they can. That's why it's up to you to learn this information. You can't learn this information for, with 50 niches. You can't learn this information doing 10 different things. You can't learn this information with five different target audiences or target clients. It's just difficult to do. How can you, it's just difficult to be successful playing three sports at once. Hell, you can't even play three positions in one sport and be super successful. So pick your position, pick your sport and dominate it. Sales is not hard when you have the right information. Sales is hard when you're guessing, when you're trying to persuade somebody and you, you know, you don't have the right information. You don't have the right ammo. You hunting with the wrong stuff. You rhino hunting with a, with a, with a bow and arrow when you should have a 50 caliber sniper rifle and you should be, you know, at the top of the tree with the right bullet, the right ammo at the right time, making the right noises to attract the right target. And all it takes is one bullet to put it down. You got the wrong stuff if you got to spray and pray. You know, so a lot of people just, you know, they don't know. They, they don't take the time to understand how business works. That Walmart in your area is there in your zip code for a reason. They looked up the median household income. They looked at the other stores in the area. Like the businesses that are in your area are in your area for a reason. I used to wonder when I was younger, like, how are these, how does this pool store surviving? You do the research, it's a lot of pools in my area. How y'all selling enough pool equipment? Like, who buying? But they've done the research. They know where they're putting the pet co at. They know how many people got cats and dogs. Yeah, so, you know, you may, if you're in an area where there's a lot of Popeyes and churches, chickens, there's a lot of check cash in places and a lot of dollar stores. I'm not the, 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 I'm not the, the sharpest lens in your box, but you, you close to the hood, fam, if you ain't in it. Let's just be real. You, you, you real close to the hood. So when you start a business, you got to think the same way. Businesses these days are cold and calculated. Numbers don't die, lie. Ain't that the truth? They are. I mean, it's an investment for them. They're not trying to figure it. They don't, they ain't guessing. They know. They know. They look at the census report. They look at a lot of stuff. Just, I mean, just look at some of the, look in your neighbor. I, I'm from Detroit, right? In my neighborhood, we had a gun shop, a liquor store, a church, a chicken place, a lot of fast food dollar menu places, right? A bunch of them. And when we wanted to go to eat somewhere nice, we had to go out of the neighborhood. I never dawned on me it was because it was in a bad neighborhood. No wonder they don't got steak joints where I'm at. It was a Payless shoe store on the corner. It got robbed like four times a year. All the gas stations was thick, bulletproof glass. I, 
I am I'm not BSing you, right? True story. True story. When my cousin moved out of Detroit, she used to tell me, at the gas stations, they don't have bulletproof glass. I swear on my life, I never believed her. I was like, you are a liar. Why would they not have bulletproof glass? Send me a picture. She was like, when you hand the person your change, you put it in their hand. I was like, you are lying. That's, that goes to show you how I never left Detroit at the time. I'm so used to going to a gas station where you got the glass. At the, after seven, they don't let you in. You in the glass. Like, give me them Cheetos over there and, and give me that Fago. And get, I'm, I was just used to it. I didn't, I, you know what I'm saying? Or like the Home Depots or stores would sit stuff outside. What? The gas stations got stuff outside? Like wood stuff? Man, that junk wouldn't fly in Detroit. They dug up my rosebubs one time. Dug them up, took my bulb, my rosebub out the ground. And my and my garden bricks. Like Detroit is still a siding off the side of your house. If you had aluminum siding, they would steal it. Your house would be butt naked when you came home. Just wood. Your house just trembling. Just because they stole your aluminum side and to go melt it down and get some money. It, it was that rough. But, you know, you don't know until you go. But companies, companies know they've, they've studied that area before they build a location or sign a long-term lease. Um, the opposite. I've only seen gas stations with bulletproof glass in the movies. I'm, I'm serious. Carlos say, damn, my local gas stations have thick glass and bars on the wood. Absolutely. Have you ever been in the, have you, you, you ain't been in the hood unless you've been in the gas station. You minding your own business and somebody get caught stealing and they lock the door and y'all all in there together. And you're like, I ain't stolen. I'm just trying. And the guy going crazy trying to get out. And you got to wait until the cops come. The guy behind the glass, he's safe. But you locked in there with the killer. Like, dog, I'm like, like I, I'm just here to get some chips. Like, let this man out. Like, don't leave me in here with this guy and do while and kicking the door. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation. I've been in that situation before. So, you know, you know, say he been in the, he, he said, I grew up in the hood. We had a gas station. You couldn't even walk in. You just walked up to the window. Yeah. You just walked up to the window. Let me get that right there. And there's always some dummy like this. No, the Reese cup, that one. So I, I done been there and done it anyway. Enough of that. The point I want to say is know, know your target audience. Your target audience will give you your price. And don't be afraid to, if you know what dentists make on average, you can look at the average of what dentists make, if that's your niche, right? Know what they have to spend. Know what their, their, pro, their profit looks like. And then price your stuff accordingly. And then disqualify those who don't want to spend in your price range. Next. Good luck. I'm not... I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going back and forth with you. The same way you're not going to go back and forth with, with Mercedes. You're not going to go back and forth with big companies. Don't go back and forth with me. How can I say, how can I present a big valuable company if I, if I can haggle the price? I'm not a flea market. Flea markets, you can haggle the price. Companies, you can't. You can't go in Walmart and negotiate a price. You're lucky if they got some open box or they got something that's been returned that they selling and you still don't even get a good deal on that. It'd be all right. So I'm not a flea market. We don't negotiate price. This is where our prices start. 
and then we go from there. And make sure that price that you start at is something where it's it's a minimum job, but you you getting paid so much to do it, you happy to do it. For me to come out and set up for one hour, we talking about twenty four five. I am whistling the whole ride there to film for one hour. Let's do it. I can't wait. Customer service is 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 on point because I'm getting twenty four five for one hour of my work. And and I ain't even editing that. I'm sending you some BS uh, MP4 files. I didn't convert it from my raw files. So there you go. Crichton said he going to another bridal show. DC was the first time I saw a bulletproof glass. <laughs> DC ain't no joke, man. I like DC. It's, it's not. Listen, I done been to, I done been to some of the hoods in the country. Detroit is just a whole nother level of like, if I blindfolded you and drop you off in Detroit, you would be like, am I still in America? You, you, it's bad. They film transformer movies in Detroit and don't touch nothing. Like apocalypse movies get shot in the D and they, it's cheaper than to, to just tear up a soundstage. It's just cheaper. They just be like, yo, we going to the East side of the D and we're going to film this transformer scene where the world is about to end and everything and got blew up. And cars are still on fire. Like, it is ridiculous. So, yeah. Bars, um, the next stage past bars is bulletproof glass with the holes in it. Like, okay, let me give you this real quick, and I'm going to get off the subject. When we go through the drive-thru, bro, when you go through a drive-thru with a McDonald's, you don't get to touch people. They got this thing that turn around, and they got a tray on it, and they push it out to your car. You put your money in it. You better hope it's not windy because your, your stuff will fly away and they will not give you your food. You got this little cup that you put the dollar up under and you put your change in there and then they pull it back and turn it around and they take the money out and they put your food in there and they, they do it like that. That's how you get your food. I never I never touched nobody's hand in a drive-thru. You be talking through that, hello, can you hear me? I, I didn't do that till I moved out. Anyway, that's some hood stuff. But they know what area they're in. They know that dollar menu is going to do well in the hood. We're going to install some bulletproof glass and we're going to go from there and we're good. So you got to know who your, you got to know who your, your, your opponent is. And beta, beta testing will give you that information because you don't want to guess with that crap. Guessing is a no go. It's not the way to do it. Let's know it. And then you want to disqualify people who are price shoppers. So they were selling whole neighborhoods in Detroit for a dollar. Absolutely. You can buy a house for a dollar in Detroit. Literally. No BS. The catch was you had to bring it up to cold within two years. They still couldn't sell them. They still couldn't sell them. Think about that. We're going to give you a house. All you have to do is actually build on. The house was, was jacked. It was burned down. You, all you had to do was put a house on this land. You, you couldn't, you just, you couldn't build nothing because they would steal everything. You, you would get bricks dropped off. If you ain't getting them boys put on off the truck, they gone. Bricks. Who steals bricks? Bricks. Your bricks are gone. Your bricks. Think about that. How, how tough do it got to be for you to be like, man, I'm about to get these bricks and I'm about to go take them and get some money. <laughs> like, you just think what you got to be going through. I've seen people who were getting house built, toilets were stolen. Piping was stolen gone copper I, we used to have this this may be going too far we we had crackheads that would die trying to steal copper 
um, wiring out of the electric cables, out of live cables. Like how hungry do you have to be where that makes sense to you? I'm going to climb up this pole by this buzzing generator and I'm going to cut the copper wire out. That's a different type of hungry. And they just be up there cooking and you'd be like, what, what was he thinking? So it's, you know, it's crazy. They steal everything. Like, like there's certain crimes that I've never heard of outside of Detroit that when I tell people, they'd be like, what? Like they don't, they don't rent cars to swap parts. If Enterprise got a got a Dodge Challenger and I got a Dodge Challenger and my transmission gone, no, Enterprise got a bad transmission. I ain't got no bad transmission. You know what I'm saying? Like they they do that like crazy. Tires, psh, they've been to swap tires on the rental so quick and come back with an attitude. These tires is bald. How y'all get me a car with bald tires? Get a refund on the rental and now they didn't put the tires on a car. I just I never heard of that. Terry said, I recently was asked to decrease my price because nonprofits had their own equipment on site, which consists of two PTZ cameras, controllers, Teradex, three monitors. And you know what? And that's, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. That's why I don't, I don't, when I price, I never price with a kit. I use the camera I want to use. You don't care unless you have a camera and you're trying to get me to match a Kodak, match a color. That's why, that's another reason why, because I've run into that. People say, well, we got cameras. Can you, how much you charge to show up and just use it? The same price? The same price? That's why I'm always cautious of that. We don't, I mean, if, if you want to, you can, but I, it ain't going to be by much. Don't, yeah, don't ever feel bad at declining. We don't, I mean, another thing too, I'm going to tell you how I started avoiding this, right? Um, the only way I would accept a job like that is if the client understands that if something happened during the event, that's equipment related, I'm not, I'm not liable for it. You still owe me my money. If your event doesn't get recorded because your equipment doesn't, doesn't do right. So, so I would bring that up. I use my own uh, own equipment because I understand the condition that it's in. I got the memory. I got everything. I know my equipment. I know how reliable my equipment is. I don't want to show up to to your war with your gun. I got my own thing. So so you know, it's okay to decline that. I don't want to be held responsible. You want to? She said I I, I could have used the money, but the internet was trash. And their lighting was really bad. Just wasn't comfortable. Um, yeah. I mean, those are, that's, don't feel bad about saying no. One. Two, when I, what I usually do is I punch people in their throat about, hey, we're not responsible. We're not responsible. Your internet, we're not responsible for your equipment. We're responsible for your lighting. If you don't want to pay for it and get it through us. What you get is what you get. Now, if you still want to pay me three thousand to come hit a record button, I'd be more than happy to. But we're not cutting prices in half because we're using your stuff. If this is what you want, this is what you want. This ain't the level that we would provide it, you know, for for an event like this. Um, we provide a higher level of service. But if you want somebody to show up and just push a record button for X amount of dollars, sure. I take twenty percent off of it, but I'm still gonna get paid. 
I'm not responsible for what happened during your show. Your show, if we're using your audio equipment, your video equipment, your power, your internet, all of that stuff. So, you know, often I've had clients that come at me that way, and it's two things I do. Like I said, one, I'll put the blame on them. I'll put the responsibility of the equipment on them, and they have to accept that responsibility. Two, I tell them that um, our level of quality is a lot higher than what your equipment can provide. You can have a, if I gave somebody a brand new red, whatever, and I got a guy who's been shooting on a Panasonic GH5 for the last four years, and I tell him to go out and shoot something, the guy who's been using his own equipment is going to outshoot that red every time. The guy with the red trying to figure it out. I never used this camera before. I'll cut it on. How do I, he's not going to know the black shade. He's not going to know to do this and do it. He's just not, he's not going to have the experience with the camera. The guy who's been shooting with the GH5 for five years is going to run circles around him. He have experience. Um, Crichton said, do you still like the Hollyland SOCOM C1 headset or do you have something else? No, I actually love that headset. I was using the regular um, remotes before, I mean, regular Motorola two-way radios before. I love the, uh, I love the, um, the Hollylands, to be honest with you. I got them on a the charger now. They're pretty dope. They're, they're, they're really dope. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, check out a Flash 5 review I did of the they're, they're two-way radios that, that are like headsets that you can talk to your other teammates. I absolutely love them. Um, but enough for my rant about, you know, pricing and things that you should uh, be mindful of. And don't be afraid to scare people off with having a base rate. Now, don't put all your prices out there. Have a base rate. This is what we start off at. Starting price, as I say. Just to disqualify people. This is because if somebody call you, like I said, if your starting price is 24-5 and somebody call you, and they're asking questions. They're asking questions knowing that the minimum I'm, spend is, I'm going to spend is 24-5. So now we can have a conversation. We can have an intelligent conversation. And they won't be blown away or shocked if what they ask for come up to 32-9 or whatever. They're like, okay. You know, well, they may even say, well, what, what comes with 24-5? 24-5 is us showing up, blah, 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 bare minimum. Okay. Some people may say, hey, let me get that. So feel free, feel free to do that. Um, I sat down, crazy, I sat down and do an interview with those college, with some college kids and they were drooling talking about red cameras. I asked they know about getting the black cover balance. Nope, we're investing in reds. Uh, oh, um, a lot of people don't know about them. They just, they just, I, you know, listen, I, I can tell you right now, I, I own a red. And what camera do I use the most? The A7S III. Why did I buy the red? Just because I wanted one. Do, are, are, is there a difference? Yeah, there is a difference. There is a huge difference. Is that difference, is, that, is going the extra mile with that workflow worth it with a majority of my clients? No. Nah. I bought a red. I want to shoot a movie. That's why I bought it. I've been using it on, on corporate shoots if they're simple just to make sure I learn the camera, but... Are things going to look drastically different for you if you got a red? No. Especially if you don't know how to use it. It took me a year to really work with that camera, to force myself to work with that camera, to feel comfortable. Um, and it's, I mean, and I'm going to be real with you. If you're not humping in this industry, you're going to feel real stupid about spending that much for a camera and you're not using it like that. There's nothing worse than walking into my office and my camera sitting there on the table and I'm like, damn, I spent all this money. 
And I'm not, it, I, even I feel like I should be using it more. I should, maybe I should use it for YouTube. I should use it for, I mean, I'm just going to be real with you. Unless you humping and you have high-end clientele that require a, an extensive amount of um, color grading. Don't get me wrong. Listen, let me, by no means, that camera is a monster. Like it is, it is a Hummer, but you don't need a Hummer every day. Sometimes a Jeep Wrangler will work. Sometimes a Chevy Traverse will get the job done. You don't always need a Hummer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it has its place. But for what we're doing, fast turnaround times, working with clients, working with businesses, trying to get to social media, it ain't the tool I would choose. I would choose an A7S3, an FX3, or FX30, or whatever. Um, You know, Komodos hold their value. The price went up. Yeah, I mean, Red's going to do that. You can get a three-year-old Gemini or whatever is still going for thousands. I get, I listen, I totally understand why it's, it's, it's for true professionals that live and die on set with their camera. Somebody who, you know, we're filming this explosion one time. We can't go back and refilm it. You could screw up an interview all you want and schedule another date and re-interview that person. So, you know, and then you got to think about it like this. Also, people forget. This is one thing people forget. Red's ability to record audio is trash. I'm talking about trash money for the 99 to the 2000. Girl, you're working with some trash, eh? It's trash. I mean, it's a dumpster trash. Like, it is... It has the ability, but just it has the ability of a 5D Mark II as far as as far as capturing audio. Straight up. So you need a separate device. It's, it's designed to work with a team. It's not a one man band thing. You, you got to do audio syncing. You got to do time code. You got to do other stuff. It's not it's not designed to capture audio on board. Even with a live mic, it can. That's probably the best you're going to get with it, but for that price, you spend more money to have a, to, to have a shoot where you got to bring more people. There's a time and place for it. So, but the image quality is absolutely ridiculous. Like it's nuts. However, those are things you need to know about anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I just want to touch on that with price. Don't be afraid to have your, 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 your standard. We start at, It'll save you a lot of time and time is money. You don't want to be talking to people and they trying to, because a lot of people don't know how to ask you what it costs. You're going to get a lot of people who don't know how to ask you or they don't understand what your level of service costs. They just don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's why when you go to a Lamborghini website, they, the price, the price, these models start at, you want to disqualify people who cannot afford what you offer. And, and, and what, what we offer when we're going after businesses, there are a lot of businesses that don't want to spend that amount of money. And that's fine. Let's get rid of them. Marcus said, I want to get two A7S2s or two FX3s. You got to get two. Absolutely. Brandy said, I want three. Um, if you're doing mostly video, go the FX route. I, if the FX would have came out when the A7S came out, I would have went the FX route. Um, but two to three. Yeah, I got, I got two A7S2s. But I also got uh, three more Sonys that I can interchange with them. And then I got two Reds. 
I didn't buy one red. I bought two. If I couldn't get two, I wasn't going to get one. So I got two reds. I got a black one and a white one. They're in an interracial relationship. And it works. Got You got it. You know, it works. So, um, yeah, new black magic cams dropping at NAB. Good idea to hold out if you're not in a rush just to see what, what this, the offer is. Um, that's a good question. Um, that's right. My red's got jungle fever. Uh, uh, it depends. This is the thing. They're not going to give you anything that's not currently on the market, right? They're going to either give you 8K or 6K. They already got a 12K out. They may give you autofocus. Do you think that Blackmagic autofocus, first time out the gate, going to compete with Sony and Canon? I don't think so. Um, the benefit is they have B-Raw, but they, it's, there's nowhere to go in the camera market right now. Like, what is, what, like, what's, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what, what could they possibly do? They, they, they already got a 12K. They don't have an 8K. They got a 5.7K. So I, I just, I, I don't, waiting, I, I don't know that I would wait. Um, I'm just being honest with you. I don't know if I would wait if you needed something now. If you're not in a rush, sure, why not? Um, the FX6, but it's back order. I like the FX3 over the FX6. I'm just going to be real with you. I like the FX3 over the FX6. Size, battery life. Um, it still got XLR ports. The autofocus is better. The low light is better. Um, I like the FX6. I mean, X FX3, I'm sorry, without a doubt. They're, this is what you got to realize, too. Technically, they're two different divisions. The FX5s, um, the FX6, the, the bigger, more camcorder style is a different division than their mirrorless. Their mirrorless is dumping all over their other departments, and there's nothing they can do. Like, it's going to eventually kind cannibalize it. Like, it, is, it just is what it is. Um, so, you know, I like the FX30, too. I would definitely get an FX30. FX30 is probably the camera to get right now. I'm going to be honest with you. The FX30 is it. Um, what, do, what do my thoughts on hiring booth babes for expos? Uh, so do you mean like, like legitimately booth, booth babes or just like help? Let me clarify that real quick. Um, you can jump on if you want. I know I got people muted, but you can, yeah. All right. Uh, I was talking with Brandy and she, and she gave me, uh, this idea about hiring a, uh, an event company to, uh, put people who actually have a clue what they're doing with sales and, um, you know, it kind of it kind of came out that you know like you know especially like with you know w when your demographic is female having other females versus having big burly men you know uh might might, might be useful and so I, I'm kind of curious about yours and anybody else who, who has some thoughts I'm about, about that stuff sir so two things for me two things one is I personally, I'm not crazy about wedding expos. And I'm going to tell you why. My friends who have been at the expo rarely leave with new clientele. I feel like people go, or they felt like, let me not say I, they felt like people went there for ideas 
And then when it was time to start planning, they would find people who could service those ideas. And it wasn't necessarily that company that they saw the first time. So I, I just, I don't know. And I know people who were in the not, I know people who, um, spent some money to get big spots at wedding expos. They ran into a lot of women who like weddings. They enjoy the, the, you know, weddings and the idea of it who weren't necessarily in the market at that time. And I don't know if it was bad marketing on, on a, on a, um, on their part where they didn't build a list or something. It's just hard to, it's not like you're going to get signups right then and there. So that's the scary part. Whereas I would rather be where you look for, where you are when you look for a photo booth. That has, when I, for me to move my junk every weekend when I was really pushing it, it was really just about being where people looked when they were trying to throw parties and have events. So that, that was the event. So me, I like to do, I like to do corporate events with my photo booth. One, because you get a better crowd, less kids, less drunk people, less props come up missing. Unless there's an open bar, then you, whatever. But, um, I like doing corporate events because you, like I said, you get a better audience. They usually hire you for longer periods of time. And they always hire you next year. So you usually have a reoccurring client once you kill it one time. Um, so for me, that worked. And, and I would get, another thing will happen. Um, not only would they hire me for every event, I was able to upsell corporate event photography. Then I was able to upsell corporate event videography. And then I'm doing communication videos. So it was really a backdoor into offering them the other things that we offered by using my photo booth. So if let's say a client hired me to do, you know, I get in one year and now they want to do a $30,000 corporate event video package for three days. I'll give you 50% off the booth. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know, the booth, the, the, the cost for booths are nothing. Especially when you start doing 360 booths, it's nothing. So, something to think about. Um, Mino, for me, that's, you know, it was my, my way in. Mino says, does the FX6 have autofocus like the FX3 and FX30? Nope. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. The FX6 has autofocus. It's just not what's on the FX3, the A7S3, and the FX30. Those are all based off the mirrorless autofocus system. But the FX6 has autofocus, but it's closer to the FS5 and the FS7 of last year. It's not as good as the mirrorless ones. So um, just something to think about. Listen, if you are thinking about a camera, go to NAB. Go to, listen, I know you got a lot coming up. Vegas is mad cheap in April. I think I got my ticket with with shipping, not shipping, with flights and everything, hotel for like five fifty, and I was there from like Sunday to like Thursday. Go to NAB, play with all of this stuff you're thinking about buying. They'll have it where you can set up and you can film and you can try lenses. Trust me, if you are a camera guy, NAB is literally heaven for you. You will get to play and touch with touch everything. You're gonna meet all your favorite YouTubers. 
you're gonna see and then you're gonna get a chance to see who uh who pictures they got in what booth you're gonna see all your youtubers is telling you they're doing this and you're like man sony got a big picture of this youtuber over here i wonder why because they've been paying that guy <laughs> carlos will tell you man sony's showing footage of their new camera lenses i see three youtubers on there that's weird so you're gonna see but and they got a lot of um free training they got a lot of like um adobe training they got a lot of stuff just go to go to nab if you can i will be there this year i wouldn't miss it for nothing um the dates obviously it's april something if anybody get time look it up go look for, look it up for me and post it but nab is worth it um anybody like just go to nab trust me it's it'll be the time of your life the most important two things you need to know real quick two things you need to know one don't pay for a ticket you can get them free um two <laughs> flash from caused me to unsubscribe my my bad ty you know the truth hurts uh one is don't pay for your tickets tickets are free my birthday is april 15th i'm still going to nab nab is april 16th or 19th we're just gonna turn up in vegas um one is do not pay for tickets. You can get tickets for free somewhere, anywhere. If I find out where it's at, I will post it. Two, wear some comfortable shoes. The floor is carpeted, but it is that Home Depot concrete. If you under 30, you may be fine. If you over 30, I will not clown you for a pair of Skechers or whatever you got with some air bubbles in it. Boy, if you don't stop. I'm just being real with you. <laughs> Snoop Dogg wears Skechers now. They in. Although Snoop Dogg is 45, he's an old man, but he can do it. We in there. Old guy's taking over. So wear you some comfortable shoes. It is, so, the, the floor is, it, you get lost. It's so much stuff. Like, like, it's probably like five square miles or something crazy. It's a lot. Don't wear Pac-Man boots. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Don't rock your Pac-Mans. Sketchers are cool. Okay. Hey, I got some work sketchers, man. Put me on the list. I got the work ones, boy. Not the shape-ups. Not the Tony Romos. Or who had them? Uh, the Troy Aikmans. One of them had them. I ain't got the shape-ups, but I got the comfortable ones for working. So, where get you something with at least an air bubble in it. Something. But I promise you, NAB is... Hotels are fairly cheap. Depending on where you want to stay. Hotels are cheap. Sketchers and purple dresses. That's right. Um... Yeah, Vegas hotels are always on the on an inexpensive side, unless you want to ball out. And, but I was at like the Stratosphere one year for like thirty nine dollars a night at the Strat. So yeah, it was you know straight. Uh, I'm staying at Circa. I'm telling y'all that now. I will be at Circa on Fremont Street because there's a White Castles out there, and there's a Coney Island out there. So that's where I would be. Circa is where I would be. You know. So I like free monstery. I like the old strip where you go downstairs and it's turned up. That's what I like. So that's right, Marcus. That's, that's what I like. So it's a white castles out there. Ain't had that since then folks. Yeah. There's one out there. You want to get a white castles as close to your hotel room, just in case if you are new to the white castle thing, you want to, you want to schedule some time to deal with that. You got a rule 20. I don't touch it 24 hours before I get on a plane. You, the FAA will they will down the plane they will land the plane do the bomb threats because somebody in there you know what I'm saying did you see the one where the guy got kicked off the plane because he came out the bathroom and said he dropped a bomb and somebody overheard him 
I dropped a bomb in the bath. And they landed the plane and handcuffed him. It was hilarious. So sorry for him, but um, that's right. Carlos Atai got me my first White Castles, no regrets. That's right. Yeah. We we I'm telling you, we NAB. We gonna uh yeah, it's gonna be on and popping. I will be there. Uh I might go early just to celebrate my birthday. We who who knows? But um the turn up is real. Um last time, what time Brandy, what time did we all separate? Like three, four? Yeah, it was late. But, you know, it's all good. Got on the roulette table, we had some fun. But so I, you know, if you if you come to uh to Vegas for NAB, I will definitely see you there. Um, there you go. NAB is gonna be off the hook. Where you can register, don't pay for a ticket. Do not pay for a ticket. It should be free. Um, so real quick, I want to go to Marcus hand because he got his hand up and then I want to ask y'all something about something that I posted earlier. Marcus, go for it, bro. You got a W or you just. Photo booth printers. We had a question in the chat about photo booth printers. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was that? Go ahead. Who said that? That was mini. Okay. What was the question? He was asking cause he's looking at buying one. He's been asking me. He asked about DNP. I rock with DNP only because they were hot a few years ago. Now, there's a difference when it comes to printers. Printers have gotten a little bit more even across the board, in my opinion, depending on whom you get. So I figured I'd go to the man, the myth, the legend, you know, Tyrone Turner, who get down and get lit, a.k.a. Black Lavender, That's down right. in these corporate parties. Oh, people just got some new gold members. They don't need to know, uh, hey. need to know about them. Break a man raw. They don't need to know about all that. Um, so I my printers are uh Symphonias CS2s. Uh Symphonias are die. They're called what is it called? Uh they got a new one out that's wireless. Um, here I will share my screen. This is the one that I have two of these actually. So these are this is what I have. I have two of these. Um, I like them because they print pretty fast and they use a roll. Um, they print from a roll. They cut the, the, the paper. So you can do two by six or you can do four by seven or no, five by seven. Um, and they're on the pricey side. So two of them, you need two die subs. Yeah, uh, that's what I have. And what I like about them is these are the rolls that you buy. Actually, you can get these cheaper than that. They're 150 here. You can get them for about 107 on Amazon. Um, when you do the prints, if you're doing the prints add up to about seven to six cents per print. So they're not that expensive. Seven to six cents per print. What's dope about it is, and this is a little trick I got, I'll give it to you because I'm, I'm working on some courses, but I'll give it to you. What's dope about it is you can have your booth set up where people can only print a certain amount. Like it got to go through the prompt. So, so give you an example. To go through a complete cycle is five minutes, right? If you only get one print every five minutes and we're only there for an hour, you're only getting a certain amount of prints. If I add up the seven cents by every five minutes that we're there, it'll equal like $6, $7 tops. Even if I let you print multiples, I need five of them. Cool. You're not going to blow more than $20 worth of prints. And I'm still charging you hundreds per hour. So it works. Um, but those are the printers I use. I use two of them. I take two with me. One that I'm using, one is a backup in case something happened. Remember that you don't want to you don't want to be in a situation 
Um, do I charge extra for printing? No, that's a part of the original price. You don't want to be somewhere and your printer dies. I've had that happen. And I went out and bought a second one the very next day because I had to save all of them and then promise the company. It was, it was for Capital One to promise the company that I would send prints to them. And I had to go, literally had to go to like Walmart, a Walgreens, print out the, the what's the names and then deliver them that night or the next morning. I never want to do that again. So I bought a second one. That was before I was uh, really on my redundancy stuff. Go for it, bro. So I have a redundancy. If I bring one printer, normally I just bring one. If I, and uh, if I don't have enough ink or paper for the event, right? If I run out, because I only bring a select few, because I have an option in my packages where it's limited prints. You don't get unlimited prints. That's a tier that you have to pay for extra if you want unlimited prints. Then I'll bring redundant ink and, and print. Now, if I do have an issue with the printer, I can still maneuver and make it everything digital. Then I can go and print later and then give to the guest. It's a redundancy where I don't have to have double um, carrying that around uh, to save on gas mileage, whatever. But redundancy is always key but that's what i've done successfully um but mind you i maintain i clean i ensure that my printers i'm the only one that touches my printers yeah. um, until i create enough where those ones that you were talking about they're small they're agile mine's literally it's built for it so um see i do i do unlimited prints but again, I charge extra. So the question was, do I charge extra for prints? I don't. I charge extra for five by sevens. I don't charge for two by six, which is the strip with the three pictures. So I got unlimited prints. But again, for you to go through my system takes you five minutes, six minutes. All right. Pose number one. Get ready for pose two. You know, and then you get the, and then it show the pictures back to you to review them. Then it'll ask you how many do you want, and then you know what I'm saying. Like so, it's you can set the system up to have all kind of prompts. People think it can just get in there and pop, pop, pop. I'm out. It don't work like that. Welcome to our photo booth. Blah blah. blah. You, you can have it set up where they got to enter their email. So this is our photo booth and blah 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 blah. Welcome. Get ready for picture number one. Do you have your props? Like yes. All right. Let, so that may be five minutes. We're only here for an hour, bro. So unless somebody come back and say, I want 20 copies, which won't happen because you can't fit like 20 that. people in your booth. You can only fit five tops. So five copies is the most they're going to get. So, you know, and after the event, I send the, uh, the digital copy to, um, to the client. Now, I also used to have it where they automatically upload it to my Flash Film Photo Booth Facebook page. And, but I, and I would make people follow the Facebook page to get their picture. And now they are a client that I can market to. So things like that. You can have people enter their email address to get a copy of the picture. But now you, I don't mind doing it because it's going to take you time in the booth. This, that, I got a touch screen. So they're doing all of this. I'm getting their information. They're taking more time. It's a win-win. I can market to them. Less prints that gonna happen at this event. So things like that, things like that, you need to be mindful of. But we'll get into all that. We're gonna go deep into the photo booth side of things because if you're doing any type of corporate event um, coverage, I would highly suggest that you add a, a photo booth. It is, it is. I think, 
I think my first year of my photo booth, I think it did like 42,000 that year. And the cost was maybe 3,000, like in supplies, not including the cost of the booth. I think, you know what I'm saying? But, but my first booth brought in an extra, the profits were 42,000 just in photo booth stuff alone. So many, hopefully that answered your question um, that you had about uh, printers. Like I said, the one that he has is definitely one I like. Uh, it's sleek. Um, and, and how to build around it is amazing. Look, I'm going to tell you, um, get on your Craigslist, get on your Facebook marketplace. There's a lot of people who bought into a booth and it didn't work out because they didn't know how to market. And you get a lot of stuff for cheap. The first one I got was used. The second one I bought new because it was a guy who bought it and didn't know what to do with it. And what's dope about that printer is the quality is the same thing they use at like Walgreens. Like, like I, I got a house full of uh, five by sevens or four by sixes that I printed from that printer. That is the same quality you would get if you literally, if you, if you took pictures with a disposable camera, got them processed and got the picture back, the paper and everything is they, that's the type of printers they're using bigger versions, but the type of ink and how it lays on a paper is literally that quality. Don't fade in the sun, all of that. You will literally have the ability to take a picture and print out, you know, Walgreens quality images. It's not like a cheap paper print, like your print out of your digital, your bubble jet. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like that. It's literally next level. Or, you know, I don't say next level because really prints is like the previous level, but it's it's a high quality print. I have a lot that are in, um, that I have sitting around around my house that are hung up. So, um, Brandy says she posted the free code for NAB in the community. So, and that's something else I want to talk about. Hold on, I want to make sure. Did you have something else before we get to the wins, Marcus? I want to go over kind of what I posted earlier. No, I just wanted to make sure he got that because he's been asking me the last couple of days and I told him I would ask it here on the live. For sure. Pre- appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any questions? We're going to, trust me, we're going to really, 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 we're going to really, uh, we're going to get into that photo booth thing real soon. I just got it. We got the, the platform. Me. So, oh yeah, I am, I am. Um, so I posted a video today in the community going over the new platform, talking about what's different and giving you guys some insight to see where things are going. And I want to know if anybody watched that video and I would love your feedback on, on that. How do you guys feel about that? I'm putting content first. I'm, I'm, we're going to have these conversations under all of this content instead of just in a community. Go for it. Hand up real hand. Go for it. It don't match, but we're gonna rock with it. You got, yeah. the, you got uh, the I, actually, I actually did. I actually did watch that video, and I was also very excited that uh, uh there, there's a button in the settings where you can get it to. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. It'll do it based yeah, on. I, yeah, I, I didn't know it was on laptops until the other day. Yeah, um, true. but I, I really do feel like you covered everything I had a question about. You know, it it, it was like, like, and you're like getting towards the end. I'm sitting there, it's like oh, I'm gonna have to ask about this, and. and it, Knocked it out. So uh, it, it, it worked good for me. I don't really have any questions moving forward. In fact, I started sending some people that uh, uh, may have let their gold, uh, their gold membership lapse because, you know, like I'm getting text messages like, hey, are, are, are the meetings still going on? I'm like, yeah, it's like just like here. It, 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 it's still happening. So. Yeah, we're going to definitely on the on the device, on the new membership, since there is no free section. 
Um, these will be live streamed to the app and to the website. So even if you're not in the Zoom meeting, you'll have the ability to watch it and then comment from the app or the website. Um, so it'll be dope. It'll be super dope. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, I just, you know, it's a lot of content. A lot of, just like Brandy was saying, like, I forgot you had this much. Like, yeah, trust me. I, it's a pain to go through and uh, write descriptions and all that stuff. Um, but it's a lot of content. But I think that it's categorized in a way where if you guys have questions about certain things, you can go and, you know, go over that content. Let's say, for instance, this video here, um, we talk about pricing, right? So we would have this under Accountability Wednesdays, of course. But let's say you got questions about pricing. We talk a lot about it in this video. So it'll be there um, where you can go. People who couldn't catch this live will have the ability to go watch it um, and catch up. So um, that's going to be huge. Launch date. March 1st. So we're only a few days away, 15 days away. And I'm scrambling like a chicken with his head cut off to get stuff together, to get it right and get it tight. But it's going to be there. Um, so AFC, yeah. Popeyes, what kind of chicken? Um, let's see, some cheap chicken. Some gas station chicken. Churches. Got it. Churches is the truth. Churches is between churches and Popeyes. It's the truth. I know KFC, though. I mean, KFC ain't been right since this was called Kentucky Fried Chicken. When they shortened the name, and the, the chicken went with it. It was just trash. The biscuits is too dry. You know what I'm saying? You can just break them. You can't even pull a KFC biscuit apart. You got to just break it. It used to come apart anyway. I'm fat stuff. Fat guys know what I'm talking about. Used to be able to pull a KFC biscuit apart slowly, and it was it would stay in two pieces. Now you just gotta just chop it. It's just a brick. Anyway, you killing me, Ty. I'm just being real with you. Any guys will know what I'm talking about. If you got a stomach, you got a father figure, then you know what's up. You know about the biscuits, okay? So I just wanna put that out there. I'm gonna make sure I put this video under biscuits too on a new platform. Because we talked, we covered biscuits. Important. So, uh, Bojangles does biscuits rice. Ain't no Bojangles out here, man. It was where I was stationed at, but ain't nothing out here. If you want quality, get an Epson, but it won't do what you needed to do. Crichton. Okay, listen, this is the thing, though. When it, back to photo booth, booths, I mean, printers. You have to get a printer that can take a serious beating. You don't want a regular standard house printer. You want something that is dependable. These printers that are for photo booths are designed to print a thousand prints a day and keep on ticking. So um, you, that's something you want to keep in mind. Your regular standard Best Buy printer won't cut it. It'll, it doesn't have enough ink. The ink costs too much. Um, it just, it's just not designed to print nonstop. Like these, these, these are commercial grade printers we're talking about. You don't want to go into the game without that. You won't last a month. Like you just won't. So something to think about. Um, are y'all Bojangles lovers? There's no Bojangles out here. Anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah. So that, you're going to spend a little more for them printers and quality is not an issue. They all going to print picture quality. It's, don't, don't get caught up in quality. Like don't get caught up in that. Get caught up in commercial grade reliability. Um, printing off paper that's on a roll. It has to have a cutter in it so I can cut the paper when it's done and it's dry to the touch as soon as you get it. Like you don't want to runs and people touch. You don't want none of that. When, when this printer, when that commercial grade printer off that roll come out, it's going to cut it. It's going to be dry to the touch, ready to go. And it's going to be 
kicking them bad boys out. It's like it's like uh twenty seconds, if that, between twenty and ten seconds of print. And if somebody's getting copies, it's faster than that. It's just choo choo. You want that. So and you want a commercial grade. Plus, with your house printers, there's too many moving parts. There's too much crap. With with the printer I got, you can pop it open and see what's wrong with it. You know, you can go from there. You can see what uh, you know, if you got a paper jam or something like that. So you want to get a commercial grade printer if you're going to go into photo booths. There's a difference, big big difference, and you want to print off a roll. So you don't want to you don't want to stack a paper. Um. And then you don't want separate ink. Like I like the fact that I can, uh, I got a roll, I got an ink roll and I got a paper roll and you just pop them both in. And when one go, the other goes. So it ain't no amount of ink, but I think I need, nope, everything goes together. So something to think about. Um, and you don't want wet ink. You do not want wet ink. So it's the good stuff coming up in the, uh, behind the scenes is a private space. You may be locked out. Let me look into that. Let me see why you locked out. Send him a message in the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot me a message in the community. I get on it. Let me see. I was like, we can't let her in there. No, I'm joking. Um, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely working on that. We can't have her behind the scenes. She may be trying to. Anyway, um, anybody got any wins? Let's do that. I got two. Let's hit them dubs. She's like, I'm I got waiting. two wins. So the first one is the importance of networking. I actually met someone recently, another entrepreneur, and just getting in the habit of always trying to work in, you know, talking about the business just because you don't know who people know. And turns out that this woman knows someone who works at a mortuary out here. Mm. So she was pretty tight on the lead, though. Uh, not wanting to give up, you know, her information or uh, where she even worked, but she wanted to check out our product first and is going to pass it along. So follow up with her to see uh, where that goes. And the second win is we got our first organic lead through our website from a Google search, which wow. is huge, which means it's working. The SEO is doing its thing, you know, or whatever. So that's exciting. Haven't closed it yet in talks with the person, but we got that first the first uh, person to fill out our form on the website. So that's great. That's dope. So now, you know, your funnel is working. Exactly. That's so yeah, that was exciting. That came in yesterday. So I was like, I, my husband was like, we got our first one. I was like, first one, what? And he was like, somebody sent an email. And I was like, word? <laughs> so yeah. So, so I'll give you yeah. a, a little tip. I don't know who your email service is. So I use Outlook and I got mine set up where um, based, I got the, the, the subject line in the email from the website to come to my emails a certain thing. And then based on that subject line, I have a rule and outlook to send it to a special folder. And that special folder is for like new incoming inquiries. That way it's not mixed in and I'm losing it. I know when I got a one or a two in that special folder, it's a new inquiry. So I got the same thing for people pay. Say uh, that again, please. People pay bills. Okay. Uh, so based off of wherever you have your form on your website, you set it up where once they enter the information, hit send. On the back end, you can determine what's sent over to you and you can create a subject line. It can be new contact, whatever you want. So what I do is in Outlook, I create a new rule that any email that's coming from this email address or with this subject line goes into this folder. I will then name that folder new inquiry. 
That way, when I go to my Outlook, I don't have to go through my inbox to see who sent me something. I know that if this folder has a new message in it, it's only from people who sent an inquiry, especially in your line of work where time is important because, you know, they can be in the process of, you know, burying someone. They don't, you know, it's not a two week. You can't hit them back two weeks later. So I like to know, I like to give those emails priority. I also do the same thing when people pay um, a deposit or something and it comes from Squarespace or SquarePay or whatever, it goes to a special folder. Now you can get jazzy and spazzy like I do where I got my freaking uh, fill up hue lights to blink green when people pay. So I know that the money in there in my house, that's just, you know, if you can use if this, what is if this, then that, I think that's the name of it. But there's things that you can do to make all that happen once it hit that folder. But bare minimum, send your stuff to a separate folder. That way you'll have the ability to see just that and that stuff sure. get priority over everything else. So you okay. Outlook, do. you don't use Google? Correct. I have Google Workspace, but I'll see if um if I can do that. So Google Workspace still allows it. You still can create a folder and then you can create the rule to determine what goes into that folder. Yeah, definitely. You don't have to use Outlook to do this. Do this trick. All right. Yeah, cuz I have separate oh, stuff for instance. I have a folder for community stuff that we talk about that go into. I have a folder for um help in certain things like website help or community help. I got folders for different things. So I have an inbox, but I have other folders and I like to know when emails come in for certain things because certain things get priority over other things. Um, so it's just something I've set up that way. Brandon, you, I want to reach out to you about that. That way you're not, you don't want to skim through some stuff and be like, Oh shoot. Last week I got a message for, you know, because uh, I can tell you now, if your website, if your if your email address is on your website, even if it's not, as a business owner, just like your stuff came up for SEO for the right stuff, it's gonna come up for the wrong stuff, and everybody and their mama is going to be in your DMs and your email address trying to sell you everything from domains to voiceovers to are you hiring to everything, and you gonna have to. It's gonna be a fight. So. You really need that extra folder set up. But uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Any more? Any, you said you got those two wins. Was it one more? Oh, no. It's just those two. That's good. I like that. I think, yeah, I think that's it. Those are good wins. That's what I'm talking about. It's. I'm telling you, when, when you start to turn that faucet on and the water start coming through, it's a good feeling. The goal is to white label this joint, though, because it would be so much easier to just get a call from or get an email or whatever the system we set up from the mortuary that is already done. They've already checked off our service. Going through this is making me realize like, I don't, I don't want to do this for every single client because it's time sensitive because, you know, like we've talked about, you know, mm -hmm. they already went through all of this, all these questions and setting up these details with the mortuary. It will be a lot easier just to know like, Hey, this is the date. This is the time, you know, this is the, the room, you know, because they have or the chapel that they're going to have mm -hmm. it in. And then it's just a matter of getting a videographer to cover it. So white labeling is way more attractive. You know, than, I mean, than this. I, I know we, we call it a white label, but it still can be your brand. You just want to get on a get on the sheet with the with the funeral home. It still can be your brand. It don't have to necessarily be. I mean. 
At this point, I don't even care, to be honest with you. I cared two weeks ago. (laughs) Today, I don't even care whether or not it's under our brand or not. Even though I've taken the time to do everything that I've done, it's okay because I can use that to sell to the mortuary to show that, you know, we serious. We're not playing around. We're not coming in here with no website. You know, we look like you guys. So it still serves its purpose. But whether it's under our brand or not, I just, I don't even really care anymore. I feel you. As long as that, long as that calendar get filled and that account get filled, I feel you. It makes stuff easier for you. Why not? Exactly. So we'll see. Yeah. And then you know, there's a little separation from the brand too, so I can, you know, do my stuff and not have to worry about people connecting me to my brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. People think fame. But we'll is see everything. what happens. Money, money without fame is the truth. Fame without money is terrible. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be chasing waterfalls looking like TLC. The, the, the great the great philosopher uh, <laughs> Ye said it best. What do you think I rap for? The push-up rap for? So he said it best. Great words by a great man. Well, well Indeed. I don't go as far as saying a great man, but a great words by a philosopher. There you go. I don't want to get tied up in that. The views and experience expressed here is not those of Flash Home. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Stop um, it. Not when you said it. Well, you know, <laughs> just that line. I'm just quoting that line. I ain't going with the rest, but you feel what I'm saying. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, but yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Um, who was next? Was it Lana? I don't know which way Marcus pointing, because on my screen, they on a whole different I think it's Marcus first, and then I'll I'll Ma- wait and go last. Ladies first. Bam, you on a big screen. Okay, Lana, I'm gonna tell I'm you something. Sure. And I probably told okay. you this before. Okay, so so I always thought that your husband made you put Lana's husband on there. I thought that like, oh no, that's my actual last name. Yeah, Everybody does that. Okay, yeah. so I was just no. like, I don't even want to make eye contact with the screen because I'm thinking she got some dude that's like Ike Turner that's off to the side. Nah, 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 nah. Like, there ain't a whole lot of lady husbands out there, but I'm you know we saying. gotta represent. I'm just, I just, that's what I thought. I didn't want to, you it's know okay. what I'm saying. Should I reply back to this DM that she need help or not? I don't want my man on here like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I got to be careful. So I just want to, you yeah, know, somebody told me, I think it was Rodney. Like, no, that's her real last name. I was like, I don't know. I don't know, chief. But I feel better now that I know that. And now you know. And knowing is half, half the battle, battle, right? That's right. It's like six mm-hmm. of us on here that's like, oh, six guys know that now. But, you know, but okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's hear that W. <laughs> All right. So um, I got to do my first press conference ever that was fully remote yesterday with the Texas uh, Black Legislative Caucus. And we got it plugged in with KVU, KHOU, and it was all about this DIE policy. So I got like That's I dope. literally got like statewide coverage on that. And then my second win was all my film assets, all my shoot assets are done for the show for the city of Copper's Cove that will air tomorrow. That's dope. Okay. I got two questions. Um, I'll ask the second one first. The one that'll air tomorrow. Are we able to see that? Or will we see it after the fact? I think it might be after. I'm not really sure. Unfortunately, I'm not dealing with the live stream portion. That's not me. Um, but I can show you some of the coverage, like some of the news articles and stories that were done for the um, the Texas Black Legislative Caucus and things like that. Like I told you before, I've been working with UT Austin on a program called Black Around Dialogues on Policy. 
and yeah, we've got that fully up and everything's to go. Okay. I'm going to ask that you post it in the community just in case somebody's not watching or listening live. They can see it even though they got until March 1st to check it out because after that we swip swapping. But (laughs) yes, I like that. You out here in these streets. And I thought you'd be out here and it's some dude, like I said, her husband, that's what I, so I'll just, you know, I am relieved to know that there's not a guy that's right off camera with some real brass knuckles, you know? So, yeah. Um, that's just what I thought. That's just went through. I, I'm, you know, that's just, you know, I can't, I ain't the only one who thought that. Don't y'all be, oh, y'all gonna act like y'all wouldn't, come on, huh? It's like three or four of y'all. That was don't act like y'all didn't y'all weren't thinking that either. I wouldn't. Thank you, Carlos. My guy. See, Carlos is a stand up guy. Me and Carlos, man. One time we was in Vegas fighting off prostitutes in the alley. That's my guy. Ever since then, he's been my guy. So thank you, Carlos. I ain't doing by myself out here. You know what I'm saying? Carlos got some hands too. Don't let him fool you. Anybody with hair on their chest in the wintertime, fight. Just hair out just in the wintertime. We freezing. He just. Just, you know, he show up looking like Razor Ramon out there, just just throwing hands. That's Mr. Miami right That's there. That's Mr. Miami day. right there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just chain, just fighting for his life in that hair right here. He was throwing them, bo- throwing them bows, you know what I'm saying? That's my guy. Came to came to t- uh, Dallas in the middle of, win- middle of winter with a coat. <laughs> and you could tell he wasn't from the cold because that coat wasn't even <laughs> Ty goes like you don't you don't wear coats often, do you? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> and like three people told him that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my guy right there. You know what I'm saying? Last time, oh, man. it was true. It was very true. It's true, man. That's just the way I be. Thank you. I just want to know I wasn't the only one who thought that line. So I just no, know, I thought so too. Be, I was thank convinced. You. you know what I'm saying? So we thought that was like a screen name or something. But now I didn't we, think the husband was off to the side. Like you better. I didn't think that necessarily, but I thought, yeah, I thought the case. Sorry, I thought he was off to the side. Like I just, you know, I thought he was like doing this, like while she was talking. I, I just thought it was the name that was easy to remember. And you put a lot of effort into this. Man, I'm just, my mind went there. Like, I think one time you had like looked off screen. I was like, oh snap. Maybe I shouldn't crack that. I was telling joke. my spouse to shut up. Well, that's, you know, I was like, maybe that joke was too far or something. Like, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, you know, and then the camera went off and you ain't show up for like two weeks. So what was I supposed to think? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I know. Like, hey, I was, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I was worried about you. That's all. But now that I it's know. It's all good. We're we're both prior service, so it's all good. Okay. We've well, both been to combat, combat, you know. That's, I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, That's, you know, okay. I'm, you know, uh. I just, just be safe. Uh, that's all. That's all I'm saying is, you know, we was worried. So, you know, uh, Rodney, you ain't got to ride past the house. Look, no more. You good. Cause Rodney was, we sent Rodney out to ride past the house. But, uh, yeah. So long as you good, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Double blink if you're not, but if you, as long as you good, I'm good. All right. Them some good wins though. Them definitely some good W's. Um, I think, you know, if you can, if you next time you out, grab some, you know, some behind the scenes or something. I would love to show people. People, people, uh, you know, I think they're very interested in, in just learning that path because I think that path is, you know, especially from someone who is an award winning in this craft, they need to see and understand the excellence. They need to, they need to see that, you know, that's all I'm saying. Just, just share a little of that excellence. 
I don't know how to capture that. I was trying to figure that out while I was doing it. And all I did was capture a lot of my fourth point of contact while I was filming. <laughs> it was like a straight up hot mess. Hey, Creighton, <laughs> what kind of camera does she need to capture everything? Widescreen, apparently. Where you at, Creighton? Creighton ain't there. 360. That's right. Get that 360 cam and wham, bam, sit it up on there. You're good to go. The Creighton cam. We call that the Creighton cam. 360, the 1X3. So that's dope. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love it. We're going to talk about that a little bit. I need to come down there. You're not that far in Texas. I need to slide down. And one day, maybe if you, you know what I'm saying, if it ain't too far, you can be in Texas and drive 12 hours and still be in Texas. Uh, Texas is, yeah, Texas is no joke. So when people say they're in Texas, I have to ask more questions. It ain't like, <laughs> you can't just be like, yeah, man, I just, Texas, you can, see the sun come up and down and up again and still be in Texas. So I've literally lived that life. There's somebody said Dallas is closer to Florida than El Paso. Facts. It's crazy, man. Like, so yeah, the maps don't do it justice. Yeah. Carlos. Yeah. It's, Texas is, is nuts. So yeah, but that's good. Those are good wins. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Who, who else had wins next? Was it Marcus? Marcus got the wins. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's see. Let's hit them W's. Oh, wait a hey. minute. Let me get you on here on the, on the big screen. All right. You're on the big screen. I don't even see that I'm on the big screen. All I see is you. You It's split. It should be split down. And you got both on the screen. Negative ghostwriter. I only got you. That's weird. You got to get it off the me cam. Put it on the us cam. Ussies. Now well, okay, today. Uh-oh. Today. Oh, pause. Yep. I'm about to get. Uh oh, he on mute. Did I take. Oh, sandwich time. You nasty. If you get a triple sandwich like that, you extra nasty, bro. <laughs> there's no First way. Win of the day. There's no way she bringing you a handmade sandwich for no reason, bro. You got a double stack whopper, bro. You just gross. It's nasty. The day after Valentine's Day. I don't want to hear it. Post Valentine's <laughs> Day, double stack handmade sandwich. Oh, you you, you want to go there? I'm just you saying. You want to go on Valentine's Day? You, you got the sandwich. You want to know no, my opinion on it? I got a, a old Coca-Cola can. You got a whole sandwich hand delivered on camera. As soon as you get <laughs> on the big screen. As soon as you get on the big screen, it was just cute. And you tried to send it back like, wait a minute. She was like, no, mm -hmm. they must know what you be doing. So that's Run. all I'm saying. <laughs> it's been so Hold long up. since I had a woman bring me a Brandy, sandwich. don't put that pressure on me. No. <laughs> don't you dare. It was half a loaf. You're right, Alex. Yeah. And she you. didn't even nah. give you no ends. She just like, you ever see the cartoons where they like get the cards, but there's like bread and they flick it with the meat and just go to the <laughs> She did your joke like that, bro. It was falling off the plate, bro. I'm just saying. So Valentine's Day is bad husband, bad boyfriend makeup day. Is it? My opinion. What about the day after Valentine's when you get the sandwich? I get sandwiches because I'm a good husband. You get, yeah, okay. Handmade sandwiches. I'm a good husband and I don't get any sandwiches. That's true. That's just mean. Yeah. You're a good husband. Purple. Yeah, her, let's hear her name. Yes. Bar. My last name is bar. husband. I should Facts. get a sandwich. That is a good bar. husband. Yeah, absolutely. Facts. There is not no, enough representation for the lady. No <laughs> lies detected. Now, now that my brother's here. Marcus understands. He knows what I'm talking about. No, he can't help you with this. Don't let him. Don't put that man in the in the in the, in the, in the firing squad. Don't don't let him get in the way. 
You got a big ass triple decker sandwich delivered, bro. See, now your sandwich getting cold. Come back. See, he got this whole freaking triple sandwich, and you're going to bring, and, you know. I make it easy on my wife. That's my motto. Make it easy on my wife. I, I make even, her life easy. I don't even want to. I don't even want to. I don't even want to go there. So about this win, it's the first win of the day is the sandwich. Can you hold, can you just hold it back up for one second? I'm fat. I want to see it again. Yeah, look at that junk. Look at that junk. Is the cheese melted, bro? She melted your cheese, bro. Oh, okay, that's enough. It's pepperonis and all right. That's the once wonder bread too. That's the good bread. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So. A uh, client um, followed up with me. They want me to go back and do some more um, shots. They're based out of California. They're interior designer that came out uh, to Tucson. So they hired me out. So I'm going to be going back up there. Got them to go back fee. Go back fee? Mileage fee. My time already paid. Locked in, ready to go. On top of the other Eight hundred plus dollars of agri- agricultural, not agricultural, but architectural. Excuse me, um, photos. I'm thinking of the ranchers. I got to do some work with too. I got to go back to them anyway. Um, so that was one win. So, and the second win is I got another real estate job uh, out in ranch lands. While I'm thinking of agriculture, uh, off a of thumbtack. Y'all sleeping on thumbtack? I tried to tell them. I tried to tell them. It took 10 minutes to close the deal. There you go. I tried to told them. They don't want to. Everybody, everybody, you know, everybody too good for Thumbtack. Well, it came I, in. I tell them I got a Verizon job off Thumbtack, but go ahead. I'm sorry. It came in. I responded. Hey, sorry. Thumbtack doesn't give us enough. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. Boom. Sent that message off. Call. Left a voicemail. Called back like a minute later. Hey, here's our questions. What do you need? How do you need it? Boom. Da, 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 da. Hey, this is what Thumbtack did. Oh, that's not what we need to do, but we can do it for this. Oh, sweet. Okay, we'll send the contract over. Okay, contract done within five minutes. Boom, signed, paid, done, lock, stock, and barrel. 10 minutes worth of work. I'm telling y'all, oh. y'all better use that on Thumbtack. Hey, Thumbtack doesn't provide us with it. Listen, get your pen and paper, get your notes. Your reply should be thumb. Unfortunately, Thumbtack doesn't provide us with enough information to provide an accurate quote. Can we jump on the phone? That's it. Get them on the phone and take them home. Let's go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's a good win. No, you ain't got time to eat that damn sandwich right now. <laughs> you good? I'm, I'm getting a drink. No, nah, you try to because snack. You try to. Nah. You got more wins. I got more wins. You got more Let's wins. Go Do you got more wins than you got bread? Or you got more bread than you Facts. got wins. I got more wins than I got bread, but okay. that bread's stacking, though, as That's you can see. The bread is stacking. The wins are stacking, Bread too. is stacking yeah. with the meat and sauce. That's it. That's you winning. So, winning. Um, Update. Okay. Google email is set up for the business. Website is up. It's still raw, but it's up. Everybody in the community... If you'd be ever so kind to send me your feedback to this website right there. I'm about to go right now. Real quick, somebody asked to repeat the Roger asked to repeat the thumbtack. Hey, let me say this one more time. <clears throat> Unfortunately, thumbtack doesn't provide us with enough information to give an accurate quote. You want to use thumbtack as like, you know, 
um, do you have time to jump on a phone call? Now, I'm going to tell you what that's going to do real quick. That's going to make everybody else who submitted a quote look stupid. It's going to make you look like the guy who do this for a living. Everybody else who said 250, 300, they're going to look stupid. Because Thumbtack doesn't provide us with enough information to give you an accurate quote. That means the price you got from homeboy about to skyrocket or he not really paying attention. However, to provide an accurate quote, I would love to jump on the phone call with you. And then, and then you go from looking like a bot to a real person. And that's, that's deep. You need that. You need that connection. Oh, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Website. You posting the website. Not, not it's raw. Boom. I've done a lot of changes to it. I got some background to change. I got a logo to fix. I know those things off a hand. So before anybody goes and just does automatics, still waiting on my designer. He what had to the leave out. control out delete. No, I'm joking. It's looking good so far. It's looking so, good so far for sure. Don't worry about the, the the first video. That's just there for okay. a template. Is this mixture? Um, to because I'm redoing my demo reel, which okay. is another win. Okay. I'm good. I got a structure of how I want the demo reel. I'm be messaging Fiverr tomorrow mm-hmm. to translate. Um, another win is a Super Bowl party went insane. Okay. Uh, did your team win or did your team lose? Be real. Keep it real. So I am originally from Kansas, as y'all know. Oh, here we go. So Mahomes is my cousin. See, my, see, my team is is they don't even make the playoffs. Yeah, of course. They're almost as bad as the Lions. No, no. They're going in two different directions. Tell them your squad. I'm a Jets fan. Wow. Ah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Marcus, chill. And it's a no fly zone. Yeah. They get shot down. It's okay. We got enough Jets. It's okay. Yeah, Jets fan. Anyway, so. That's our first L of the day. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There's lessons (laughs) to learn. This means I'm committed. Okay. Through struggle, through adversity, I stay in the fight. All right. There's something to learn on that. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> so after that, I uh, had a, a meeting with my beta client turned profit client, um, was able to do some content for them. And that has turned out great. I'm editing that this week. Um that's that. Uh, hold on. Yes, uh, I had a Zoom call with Scott earlier today about um, expansion on customer service. So I was able to get that for um, a follow-up. So one of the things I've done with Rodney is I've had Rodney on one of my calls uh, where I had a client call me and I had him either on the computer or uh, on zoom or whatever. And he would be listening to my, my pitch. So, um, I've dialed my pitch down, um, to get those points out quicker, faster. So, uh, contact website, um, email. What else do I got? Uh, I know I had another one. Uh, they had a big super bowl party, super bowl party. There's one more. Um, oh yeah, uh, I, I'm getting bookings for next year. Already? Already. Are they, are they corporate bookings? Yes. Okay. That's the good thing about a booth. You're going to have them there. Yeah, they're going to, they're going to be on it and they're yeah. going to work you into that budget and they're going to have you at every holiday event. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Line. Yeah. Big, big love from 
from Lana and her husband. He told her to put it down. I, you know, I've met her, right? Like in person. But did you meet her husband? Mm. Then you ain't met her. <laughs> Carlos, I don't need a cosign. I do not need a cosign. There's no flies on cosign. <laughs> My spouse mostly stays at home. <laughs> you only met half. Half of the name. You ain't met the whole thing. So until you meet... That's what he's saying. This, this is me impersonating him. Until you meet everything, it don't count. That's just me impersonating him real quick. Or at least the person I think is sitting offside of the camera is making faces at her. I do have an L. Okay. What's your second L of the day? Okay. A- <laughs> you like that? Go ahead. <laughs> hey, hold on. He he throw me jabs all year about the lies. I can't even post nothing on Facebook. So I'm going to get you back. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I owe you that. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Second L of the day. You know it's love. Yeah, it's, it's love. love. It's love. It's, L. it's love. You get me here. It's okay. It's cool. It's, yeah, it's- <laughs> you get paid. I'm helping you get paid. I'm entertaining. You're welcome. So uh, the other L is... I took too long to do a lot of this stuff. I said I was going to do X, Y, Z. Life got in the way, but followed up, followed with Creighton. Um, so now you guys know, and I'm keeping myself accountable. Okay. These are accountable Wednesdays. Right. 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 Facts. It should be accountable hours. But it happens Sounds every good. Wednesday, but okay. We, we, yeah. Anyway. Um, it just has a nice ring. Anyway. Accountable um, after hours. Sounds good, too. There's a lot of words. But go ahead. That's triple, triple A. Yeah. 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 We work on it. I still got to think of a name for gold members. I haven't thought of that yet. So we'll, we'll come up with that. We'll hold that contest later. You should do 99 designs. No, I'm not going to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Running by y'all, let you, we can pick one. We can pick something. So, yeah. So those are my wins. Um, got a lot of demos. Carlos, <laughs> I got your text. Appreciate you. Um, to do. I got a lot of editing to do. Um, good night. My phone's blown up. Um, Valerie's husband say Brian Squad. See, that's another person I think who husband sitting off screen. Say uh, Brian Squad. But did she, did she type that or did her husband type that? We're going to learn. So we continue. Where's my... uh? Anyway, uh, that's dope. Good, good wins, good learns, or I don't know if we call them losses, but good learning features. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I call him her. My bad, Rodney. I didn't, it didn't click that that was you. Oh, yeah. Uh, potential client. Um, I've mainstreamed my proposals. That's another win of getting those out quickly, of doing the batching of uh, um, the proposals on each side. Sorry, I thought it muted. Carlos was moving. Things happen. Um, so, but I, I got those out. I got three three proposals out today. Within an hour, and that's yeah, that's that's the benefit of when, when you niching down to that. It's easy to pluck and pop and get that proposal out. When you got to rewrite it for everybody, it's hard writing a proposal that has a good amount of value 
when one day you're doing this, one day you're doing that. For me, we had um, a set of proposals that was very slim. Corporate event photography, corporate event videography. You know, it, it was based off the, the five products that we had, period. And then we had testimonials based off each product. So I have video testimonial on my proposal where I had previous clients literally say, we hired him for corporate event video and X, Y, and Z happened. Instead of them old generic, we like them. They did good. The customer service was great. They call us back. You know what I'm saying? You got clients really speaking to projects that they had, that they have completed with you. That is the exact same project that you are sending the proposal to. That helps clients who are on the fence feel comfortable at your ability to solve their problem. Nothing make people cut that check than for you to put three or four video case studies in front of them with people saying, I was where you are. We hired this company. And, and one of mine even say they were a little pricey. They were the most expensive one we got. However, we wanted, we wanted it done right. And we hired Flash Film Media and everything went perfect. Now, listen, when you create these testimonials, don't be afraid to rewalk your client back and say, hey, start here and then tell me. Uh, it's okay if you say that we were, you know, tell it, tell me that you shopped around. Like I walked my client into that. Tell us that you shopped around and you were thinking about it. We want to know that. So, so when you have those specifically for that same job that somebody's coming to, to looking to hire you with, it helps a lot, especially when your prices are what they are in your premium brand, these little things that will help close that sale. Because remember, your competitor either got a text version of a they did good. They they are very professional. I don't that don't help me. I got video testimonials say we were afraid to hire a company to come in to create our training videos because of our experience in the past. However, working with Ty and his team at Flash Film Media helped us understand how easy it was to get this project, you know, off the ground, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, we were able to create 10 training videos that has helped us train our staff more efficiently and it allow us to get up and running faster. It allow us to get new recruits on the floor faster, which makes us more money. I would highly suggest that if you are in this situation, you go with Flash Film Media. Stuff like that is, I'm telling you, y'all, I'm telling you, when I say you can send a price and it'll be like, this is a little steep. Like I'm scared to even look at this price and people come back with the quick. Yes. Well, you get that confidence. You get that. You're going to be, I'm telling you, it is a great feeling, but you need those testimonials to help. And listen, gold nugget right here. This is just a gold nugget of a throat punch, right? Have your client, Look in the camera and say, I was where you are. I started off scared to death. Let them talk about what it was like for them or what they were going through or how they felt before they did this. Because the person who's looking at your proposal is going to identify themselves in that content, in that person. They're going to say, damn, that's where I am. So it's so important that you have them express this. Don't believe me? Go to a plastic surgeon website and they'll show you people that's big and then they show you the same person that's skinny that then went through the procedure. 
So, and you're going to look at that before picture and say, man, that is where I am. And that is where I want to be. And they help that person get there. So I don't care what you do, get those testimonials. They will be worth their weight in gold. And they're evergreen content. They're never going to get old. They're never going to get used. I got testimonials from like 2017. That's spot on. So if even if you got to offer your first few your, your clients discounts, 5% to help capture it, get it. You will make that money back 200 times over. I promise you. It's one of going to be some of the most valuable content you will ever get. All right, my bad. I had to put that out there because that is when I, when I, when I started closing more, when I started sending proposals and not worrying about them, it was right after I started adding that and people was calling me back like, yo, I seen it. I know we're supposed to meet tomorrow, but I'm ready to do it today. So something to really, really put on your calendar and make time for. Go for it, bro. Are you doing those for free of going back to get those testimonials? Or are you charging? so I'm going I'm not charging them for it. I'm doing it for free. I'll even throw in like a headshot or something. I'll throw in something small to get it. I'll give you a 30 second video of this some a 30 second social media video, whatever, because I'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars off that video. I, I don't care what I need to give you to get it. I'm going to, and a lot of times, especially if it's clients that's hired me for the second time, I'll get it during the second shoot. But that video is going to make me money. I, I, and it's a one man quick shoot. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Easy. I'm going to get that. I got to have it. So if you get a client that's ecstatic and they loving it, and you dropped off the final one and they just happy, oh, it came out. I'm asking you right there while you're on that high. Hey, can we come out this week and just, Capture, you know, this, that, and the other quick testimonial. Trust me, it's big, big. So something to think about. Um, real quick, there was some there was some stuff that came up. Crichton was talking about streaming, um selling ads as part of the business. He was talking about streaming football games. That I'm gonna tell you, streaming for high schools is tricky because they just don't have the budget. Unless you're in an area, I'm, I'm in an area where high school got a $60 million football stadium. So they got the budget, but they also got an AV team. This is the only high school I've ever been to. And, you know, when a quarterback take the field, they got an LED screen with him posing like it's the NFL network. Like, I'm just high school. We didn't even have posters. guy. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So something to think about. Um... Carlos is on you, bro. All right, man. I got a small win, and that is um, oh, hold on, watch something huge. Yeah, I just just booked a job at the White House. We're gonna be okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, they won't let me in. They already called. Me. They know that I got. I'm listed as Razor Ramon already. Oh the, yeah, you got to go in with me. I got you. I got you. Oh, th thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, you, man, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a small win, and it comes down to what you said a long time ago about calendars and making sure of anniversaries and keeping this up on record. So um, what I've been doing is whenever we do a project that next year, depending on what it is, three months, four months, even six months beforehand, I'll head up and say, hey, I know it's coming up. Let's talk about it. So last year, um, I did like a three-day live stream. And then it's two months from now. So I was like, I hit him up. Hey, I know it's coming up. We have talked about it. I know it's probably going to happen. And then I got a, oh, man, yes, you've been so busy. Uh, we want to hit you up. We just, you know. We've just been slammed everything. Let's talk about it, you know, this week. Okay, great. So we have that talk already, and they're probably going to go with 
with us in doing it. Um, but but just wanted to say that just a little thing of just going back to them and say, hey, just a reminder of last year. And that's huge because put them, yeah. these these companies are doing the same thing year after year, and you made it so much easier for them to not to have to hawk you down or worry yep. about, you know, getting somebody to do it again. So that's perfect. Yep. So I actually I also put it in my um like I use a, the Google workspace. So I have it in my um, my calendar. So I already put it like on this day, ask this person as a task. So I mm -hmm. see it. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I put the six months ago. You know, on this day, go email this person. I'll just do that right then and there. So I have a couple of those already scattered for the year. That's dope. Yeah. The I talk about it a lot. I think in module three about building your calendar, your yearly calendar so to understand what your client goes to. Like we shot a lot of Halloween parties, right? For photo booth and and corporate event photography. You may not think that's nothing, but that is $1,800 for two hours worth of work three times in October. And now you see how you can get to a hundred thousand a year. Thanksgiving parties. I know a lot of war ceremonies are in December for companies. I know there's a lot of Christmas parties. I know there's a lot of conferences they have every July. Like, so those are things that remember I told you, you don't need new clients all day, every day. You need about 10. They got a consistent schedule that you can rock with all year round. They're going to refer you to enough people. They're going to do all kinds of stuff to, uh, you know, to bring you business and you're going to have their calendar plus everybody else you got. So I, and I get with them like, Hey, you know, I know this is coming up. Our schedule is getting busy. I know you normally have a Halloween party. You know, we really enjoy shooting yours before we get other companies, you know, days locked down. I wanted to reach out to you first. But that's always helped. Yeah. I got another W I forgot about. Uh, it's also a small one. And that is, yeah, gotta eat the James Winston W. That's right. Okay. Gotta eat that W. That's right. <laughs> I told you, right, that I went, I went to Florida State. And so I had like, I mean, I didn't have lunch with him, but he sat like 10 feet from me. And I would see him sometimes at lunchroom. It was crab legs. He ate good. He ate them crab legs for he sure. Crab legs. Yeah. For sure. So uh, this on Sunday, I got that cruise project I talked about a couple of times and I coming up uh, in March, March 5th. So part of our like initial conversations before we got the proposal signed and everything was that I said, Hey, it would be, it'd be great to see diagrams of the venue space for performances on the ship and to understand where you would like for us to be. So they gave me diagrams, asked a bunch of stuff. Um, and it's not clear. The diagrams are, are, are not great. So this client, they use a ship, they charter the ship every year to make it happen. So they don't, they're not even video people. They don't really understand what's going on. Mm. So part of the conversations were like, listen, let's pick a date when that ship is in town, docked, or here at port. We'll go to it. We'll check it out. It's local for me. So that ended up being this past Sunday. So the client came by to do a preview. They go on the cruise for a week. They, they see kind of what to expect when it's their turn to their cruise. So they had like pretty much all of their executives there. Um, and it was pretty cool. So we got to go on the ship. My uh, best friend's come with me. Um, he's going to be our TD for the programs. And so he rides uniform with a professional rolled up, walked the security. Great. We actually beat the client there like early, earlier. By the time they got there, we were already chopping up with the eight people on the ship, a bunch of information. So we knew exactly what to expect. So when they came on, they were like super confident. Oh, like, oh yeah, we've been here for half an hour. We're talking to what's his face about this, 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 this. And like, we came across things that we didn't know about. Like um, we have these PTC cameras that we're going to control and we're going to give a third camera but the placement of the camera is like not ideal. Like there's no way for me to put it and we're on a ship and ships move. So like, how do you 
bolted down and I can't bolt things down. So we're like, okay, let's get a suction cup now, a triple suction cap, and then ratchet straps and safety pins, safety chains or whatever. That's going to be our other option. And if it falls off, okay, we'll go back and fix it if we have to, but it's not going to fall on somebody. It'll just hang there. All right, great. Like those things that we did took us a preview. At the end of the day, the client was super happy. So we walked in. I bought on Amazon one of those, um, uh, like, like a tape measure, but you roll it. Like the ones that count the mm-hmm. steps, count yep. the feet. Yep. So I bought one of those. I look professional as hell, like open it up. <laughs> Let me count how many feet of uh, XLR cable we got to roll down. And I was like counting it. And I would tell my best friend, that's 55 feet from here. So you know what? We'll bump up to 100 foot cables. That's three cables, 300 foot of cables. So they're just hearing me say, we're going to put 300 feet of cables. We're going to tuck it in between these chairs because nobody falls. We have these, uh, like not gaff tape, but they have these things that are four cables on carpet Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you can like, it'll stick to the carpet. And so we have those and they're like, oh yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. And I'm like, yeah, we'll do that. We'll go to the booth. And so, yeah, come ship time. I'm going to need you to move the controller for the PTC cameras next to me so I can communicate with the TD. And then we need the headset. And so they're like, yes, of course. Absolutely. Love it. And after that, I was like, all right, let's walk over to the outside venue. So I had them walk me to the outside venue and be like, you're going to put the tent here. And where's your power? And where's this and where that? And we had all these questions. They're like, yeah, you got it. No worry about it. We'll see you in two weeks or three weeks or whatever it is. And so it was cool. We left there super successful. I even just in case approved, like just to kind of even give them more confidence and to cover my ass. Uh, I rolled through with our gear. So I actually brought like 60% of our gear even though we didn't need it, had a nice, ready to go, big old coffin, pelican case, rolled it through and said, okay, if we had to test something, we got three hours before the ship leaves, we're here to test it. It was Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. But we're like, we'll make it happen. So we had it there. We didn't need to do it, but we had it just in case. Everything was ready to go and they loved it. So it was awesome. I think people don't understand how much value that shows to your client, how much of a professional it makes you look like to your client. People, you, you gotta really, like there are other people who are watching. And when they ask you to do another event and that event is 20, 30, 40,000, they won't bat an eye at, at, at spending that money because they understand the value that they're getting. It's the little things like that, that, that it's about value. Um, it reminds me of a story I read in a book that talks about locksmith. And when they come and unlock your car, like a lot of them can do it in like a second, but they don't want to because they're charging you two, three fifty. They like to struggle with it and make it look hard. And people feel better, like they notice that they got better reviews by struggling, like, oh man, this is a tough one. Uh, instead of just being like, cluck, cluck, thank you, have a nice day. Even though you're stranded, you're in a rush, you're ready to go, you want your car, like if they come and do it too quick, you're gonna be like, damn, I spent $200 for this. So they learn that if they struggle with it and just wipe the sweat, I, oh man, I got it. This is a, people felt comfortable spending $200. You know, a similar thing happened, and I can't remember where I saw it, but it was explaining, it was like um, websites that have a loading page for something. Like you're doing a search, right? Like a white pages, for example, yellow pages. Mm-hmm. They did a study and they realized if the page loads too fast, people don't believe it. They're like, oh, this wow. isn't real results. So then a lot of times you see a loading bar on a website, they're completely artificial just to get you to think, okay, it's actually looking for their databases to do it, which is absolutely crazy. And they explain the psychology behind it. And they did it. They did the, the study. And it's like, whenever it was instant, they did not believe the results. Like, this is too funky. How, how did you search through 25,000 results and and whatever? And if you think about it, when you go on Google um, and you put a res- and you get a type of something, it'll tell you, we found this many results in this many seconds. Mm-hmm. So you're not thinking this is BS. Like, you're seeing it. Made, it's made the search in 1.2 seconds or whatever it was. But it's that, that idea. Like, by showing the effort and or we're crunching through, we're looking for it. 
this is why it costs as much. I think like like maybe like a Carfax, I think does that or something. Like we're looking through your vehicle's history, bam, 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 yeah, and you're looking yeah. through it, and it's like, oh, we found it. You know, pay nine ninety nine yep. to get the rest of it, but we got it all right here for you. And, and it's like they've been having it in a second. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't ask me how I know that. Me, um, me yeah, no, exactly. I heard I heard they do it. I heard a friend of mine told me that they'd be doing that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I heard it from you know yeah. the guy down the street. Probably, probably yeah. same friend. Probably same friend. Yeah, same dude that goes to the gas station with the uh, bulletproof windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's who it was. In my old neighborhood, I know, I know how it is. What's his face? What's his, yeah. But uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, so they make you they they working, and then you feel like you're getting something, you're getting more when they work. It's mm-hmm. like that sometimes. So when you meet your client, it's all the little stuff. Show up with a clipboard. Show up with an iPad. Take notes. The little stuff that helps. Trust me, it's the little stuff that <laughs> makes you seem worth it. What'd you say, Marcus? Carlos. I have a mission for you from Flash Film Academy. Um, they will agree with me. Ooh. At NAB, you need to make sure that you're wearing a purple shirt oh, man. with the purple dress on. No, you know what, Carlos? We're just going to take them down the same street we was on. They, they, oh, no, facts. For, there's enough purple facts. for We're going to probably have breakfast. No, you just need to make spot. a shirt for facts. the meetups. No, you don't want to get caught on facts. that. One for you and Ty. We'll take you I'm going to get Brandy. We take you to the same neighborhood. We're going to drop you off at yeah. the corner and then we're going to meet you at the end and see. I ain't working for you. We got to drop him off in the first spot on that street. Because yeah. what we yeah, saw yeah, the first time. As soon as we turn the corner and then we exactly. go down it and make. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to be all right. He's going to get some street my cred bad, that Victor. day. He's going to get some street cred Sorry, that day. My bad. At least they spend 20 minutes balancing your gimbal. Absolutely. Heck yeah. You got you, you to gotta, you gotta look like it's a hard job. If it's too easy, they ain't going to trust you. Definitely. Them some good W's though. Uh, make sure you. That's get... the difference. But... What'd you say? Oh, sorry. I was just saying that's the difference. If you all ever seen somebody come out and put up a fence professionally, they come out with augers versus you all with us pulling out shovels. You're gonna be mad at them because them 15, 20 poles that they putting in the ground it's only gonna take them an hour to dig out. It take longer to put the concrete the, the let the concrete sit and post it than anything else. It's the effort parable. Yep. That's why I say show behind the scenes shots. Show all these lights and it makes you look more expensive. Show it. Show it. They gotta see it. Show all of this setup. It just makes you look more expensive. If you went to Subway and they had three meats up in front of you and some lettuce, you're gonna be mad as hell. But since they got so much in front of you and they building it in front of you, you don't mind paying five dollars for a foot long. Unless you Marcus and somebody just bring you sandwiches out of the back, but we ain't gonna talk about that. So that sandwich put a ring on it, treat her well, and no, that's that's that you don't get no double double layer sandwich. I've been married before. You don't get no double layer sandwich for showing up. I'm a Latina. Okay, so 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 let me let me put you on some game here, Holmes. Okay, he didn't slap you when you got the sandwich. Yep, I don't believe it. He still ain't ate it. Oh, it's done. Wow. You, you eat good, she eat good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this are not those of Flash Yo. from the <laughs> when, when you Latina woman. Right. Know, Latina women are accountability raised. Wednesday. This is not after hours. <laughs> raised. I don't know, man. Take care of accountability. Where's she from, Marcus? Huh? Feeling like after Second? hours. This is, I, Where's she this from? Feel like after hours. Talking about it. No, no, no. Where, where's her family hey. from? Arizona. You said she's Latina, right? From what yeah. origin country? Arizona. Literally 
five miles of the border. Maybe her ethnicity? She's Mexican. Latina. Me- a Mexican. What, what okay. is her race? Mexican. Ethnicity, ethnicity. So down here, when we say where you're from, everybody implies that you, what country are you not from here? Where you from before that? All right, Mexican. Okay, that's it. That's all. That's just curious. Yeah, she 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 was raised to take care of that's husbands. That's, just... that's their culture. That's their culture. Now, mind you, <laughs> I was raised. Brandy don't look like that. I got twenty dollars to say you won't tell her that. I got twenty dollars that you won't. You won't stand in the kitchen and say that. I, got $20. I feel like this is a hole that's being dug. And you gotta stop. Get some get some milk, get some help. See, that's, gonna be that's, okay. the oh my gosh. that's the cultural difference though. They're proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's, 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 give me five minutes. Look at bird. She like, no. Uh yeah, let me play this audio for you. Stop I, it. I get some help. Okay, so uh, yeah, now that that's been said, uh, yeah, okay, uh, there's some good wins. We're gonna get some other hands up. Let's uh, because I'm not about to be on here and, and I have to get subpoenaed to watch this murder that's about to happen. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't like going to court. I got court PTSD. Um, Victor, I think you up next, bro. You got you got your hand up. We got wait, oh, we got two. Okay, we got you and we got Tony. Okay, let's go, let's go. We got your W. Let's go for it, bro. You on mute? You muted. Unless you're going to talk with sign language, I can't hear you. And my signing ain't that good. I only know a few words, cuss oh, words. Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, so uh, I had a photo shoot today, and uh, it was some headshots for a longtime client. But I was able to um, to add in some video. Uh, uh, this was just me needing to get some practice in. So this is for her, let's see, one of her businesses. So it was just more kind of intro video, getting in on that, and I was able to work out some um, work out some technical issues that I had before. Worked that out, got everything in line, and I feel I feel a lot more positive about this than previous shoots. So that's all good. Um, trying to think what else um, I had something else going, but um, I at least want to. That I had that win, so that's a positive today. That's a good win. Experience is everything, and you you get there, and then you realize, you know, you realize either you forgot some stuff, you need some stuff, you, you what gear you need. That's why I tell people don't go buy gear yet. Go do it, and let the job tell you what gear you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, and actually, um, for the photo shoot, uh, I guess I hadn't, uh, I didn't ask her whether she wanted like a more scenic background mm-hmm. or an, I'm sorry, an environmental background or a, or like a, just a flat background, like white paper or something. And ended up, she wanted a more, uh, she wanted a uh, flat wall, but then I kind of talked her into possibly adding some of the, um, like a different background in there. So it was, it was easy. I should be able to easily shove that in there with no problem. And, I did photograph the background, both in focus and out of focus. So uh, I would have opportunities to get it in, in there and make it look right. And it should be consistent throughout all the all the images I took. I mean, there were only four people, but mm-hmm. shoot, I was able to I started with hers as the base and I added those others on top. So I would that covered my, that covered my time. 
I would start with the X drop, the uh, West Sky X drop background. It's really easy, simple to pop up and add different, get different color uh, backdrops that you can pop up. I keep it in my truck because it's real small. So what I usually do is standard is gray. Green screen going to cost you more. And for a shallow depth of field, it's going to cost you more. Um, and that's just, that's just some ideas to upsell, you know, headshots, um, you know, that, that you can possibly do. And then, you know, usually I'm shooting shallow cause I don't, the backgrounds, I don't want people seeing something in the background and being like, Oh, it's a Coke can back there. Can you Photoshop that out? Nope. We're going to do a very shallow depth of field. Um, you know, and, and we're going to go from there. Rest in peace. My boy, Marcus, uh, Brandy hook him up with one of them good videos. <laughs> um, but, uh, she got you, she gonna, we're going to chip in and get that good video for you. Um, but yeah, I, that, you know, but again, you're going, especially when you are doing headshots, yeah, I heard, I heard that a lot before, but, um, especially when you going out and you're doing <laughs> headshots, um, you're going to run into a lot of obstacles with different color lighting. It's good. That's the biggest thing I run into. There you go, Marcus. There you go. That whole, you're going to run into different color lighting like dealing with sunlight and then um, dealing with fluorescent light, it can be a pain. Oh, uh, I mean, I had that all covered as far as the lighting, you know, because I I had my, I just pulled out my my um, 8200s. I put two of those on there and let the background go ahead and go from white to gray. So that'll be a, it should be an easy sweep on that, just getting those over there. Um, yeah. And just to eliminate the hassle, since we added more people, I went ahead and had them select theirs on the site. So I should be able to get those pushed over. I should be able to get those cleared out pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, you know, one or two days should be over there with both the gray background and then get them, uh, let them look at it if they, they want it with that uh, other background that I took a photo of. So that should, all, should be good. And that's out of the way. And then I can focus on working on the video. Um, I didn't expect to have more than more than one person. I was really just looking at the um, the president or founder, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was looking at her because she's my client. And then, you know, we added the other people and it turned into semi-testimonial type stuff. Uh, I'd say semi, so I don't know whether I'm going to put them all into one video and just like uh, having them all speaking on there or cut it into separate videos more like that. Either way should work, but you know, it will just make the video longer. So, Another thing know. too, is you want to be careful when I tell people to, to work on really is setting your parameters before you get there. Cause a lot of time people see you there with that camera and they got all these ideas, uh, even yeah. with a beta client, you got to set those parameters. Cause it just gets you used to controlling the situation and making sure yeah. that somebody don't let's do this and let's do that. And let's add this. There's a cost involved with that. Cause they're not thinking about how much work you got to do when you leave. And yeah. all the post production and editing and green screening and all of that junk. And if you don't, if you don't um, walk into the situation w- fully controlling it and setting parameters, um, you may run into a person that is trying to just do more, do more, do more. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean this is this is something that I'm really picking up uh, on just practicing, and mm-hmm. it's practice. You know, get the technical stuff out of the way. Make sure I get these. Get all the um, all the shoot, get all the questions, get all the format, get everything in there in the contract as much as possible, and then just flowing once we get there. Great. Yeah, uh, Eric. Eric had a good one. He said, "Got to manage those ex- expectations." 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Speaking of expectations, uh, Marcus, who uh, expectations is just I don't know, it's just based off of you know the the border, they should be happy to please. Um, you got to just make sure you walk in <laughs> with the parameters set in place. <laughs> So my wife said that she didn't want to be on camera. She's like, I got nothing to prove to nobody. <laughs> I just love my husband. Okay. We're going to take your word for it. You're not under oath, though, but we're going to take your word for it. About to be oh, an episode of Misery. About to be. Uh, Todd, did you name the, <laughs> the next you episode misery? of First 48? Yeah. <laughs> Todd, did you enable closed captioning? Uh, Somebody did. Somebody who they just wanted they to hear. Did. I don't know. I, I did do it so we can enable it on here, but that's his wife. She's going to come back and I, read every I just, word. Well, I just saw it pop up. So. Mar- Marcus's wife did that so she can go back and read it word for word. So he'll be all right. On the Dang, next Marcus, episode doing good for a while there. of the first 48, Sandwich Below the Border. Uh, I am only an hour away from Tucson, which is on <laughs> the first 48 a lot. Just gonna be, if you didn't know that. Okay, you just, you know. And the re- another reason why, <laughs> another reason why <laughs> she won me on video because technically we have prayer tonight at church. Yo, so man, who posted this picture? Jesus. Anyway, yeah. yo, that's like hilarious. That yo, is- ransom is tripping. <laughs> yo, that's <laughs> ransom. That is all time classic, bro. You, you I cannot. You- <laughs> Careful now. Careful. Tim God, he's gonna find out. Oh man, he said you're gonna find out tonight. You're gonna learn today. Them, them some good wins, yeah. Victor. I'm sorry, bro. I got sidetracked about it. Hey, hey, Marcus, there, there's a story in the Bible about the burning bush. Watch out. <laughs> My wife don't burn, she just cut people up. There you go. He goes, Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> he goes, it's gonna be all right, man. So let's just have a moment of silence for Marcus, real quick. Thank you. Apparently, she also waits till company leaves. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, so, yeah. My wife is a true gangster. I don't, I don't mess with my wife. Yeah. I love my wife. She's awesome. You say what, do what you got All do. joking aside. Clean it up. But, yeah, man, those are some, uh, yeah, just just be careful, uh, you know, I, I, just be careful with the expectations because they'll get you and use you up. You know what I'm saying? And then, they'll, you oh. know. Who else had to win? I don't got one more before I get ready, get ready to roll before Marcus get beat up. Um, Tony, yeah. Let me add you on here real quick. Man, I wish my junk would grow like my junk don't even be, man, y'all good beard people, man. I wish my junk would just, I'm going to be putting noonie juice and all kind of stuff on it. Don't even be, you know what I'm saying? Man, just go get a lace front beard. Hey, no. (laughs) My junk just be stuck to my doggone, see what I'm saying? Look at this guy, come on. Out of context, this means a totally different thing. If you think about just the words, True. I grow my beard Dang, for six Tony years. Tony had to hop on camera to stun on you, too. My beard just look like fists on my chest. Disrespectful with it. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate I'm it, about to give me a hot comb. <laughs> I'm going to catch you one day, Tony. I'm about to give me a hot comb. I'm going to be out there. Just, hey, uh, hey, a matter of fact, I'll be there tomorrow. So I ain't worried, <laughs> then, uh, pull up. Give me a hot comb and just, you know what I'm saying, one day. When I let my beard grow, I'm like a straight slave. It don't even, it's just be in pieces and patches. <laughs> If you white and you laughed at that, you're not a gold member. Any- no, I'm joking. <laughs> that joke was hilarious. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, wow. That was some bang bang. Ooh-wee. I just called that That joke was hilarious. I don't care. You can laugh at it. Anybody can laugh at that. It was funny. But now, uh, if you want to pull up, I will be there tomorrow. I will be in Dallas tomorrow. Oh, what you got uh, going on? So, uh, this is my first of uh, seven events 
okay. that I have with this client. Um, they do an expo. Um, they just expanded to about five, seven different cities, two cruises. Um, so this is the first one. Um, it's in Dallas this weekend, Friday through Sunday. Uh, so where's gonna be downtown? It's gonna be in the convention center. Or? The um, Gaylord. Oh yeah, oh they doing it big. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. So they, they if anybody in that. Dallas want to pull up, uh, I'm gonna have to come, come there. Yeah, show some love. Pull turn, up. Um, turn up at the resort. Oh, absolutely, man. Got the uh, bar wide open. Oh, don't shoot. Uh, we gonna yeah. We gonna, I'm gonna, we gonna talk after this. Yeah, I'm paying for it, but they paying for it. You got my drift. So okay. <laughs> everybody, I'll be sending out tickets uh, for everybody to show up. Hey, I'm there, man. <laughs> hey, pull up, for real, pull up. But um, so that's one win. That's uh, you know, starting this off. Uh, first of many events that they're trying to plan. Their um, uh, their goal is to have one every month. So right now we're about seven. Uh, I remember you so, mentioning that. Yeah, so it's going good so far. Eventually, I'm have to start outsourcing some of this work because I ain't better do all this. So if have I'm you, in somebody's city, have you outsourced the editing so far, or are you doing everything? No, nah, I do it all myself. I mean, that's it's it's pretty light work. I mean, it ain't really much. You know, this ain't this ain't a music video. So it's mostly right, just right, right. you know highlights, just cut cut. A nice transition, cut, cut music. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So yeah. it ain't nothing too, too, too big. So, um, but eventually, yeah, I, I plan on getting all the way out, and I'm just, you know, coordinating from afar. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's one win I got right now. Uh, second win is I got a, a baby on the way. So, um, if anybody want to um, add to the registry, I am registered at BNH. Um, <laughs> So you want to, uh, I'll put that in the link in the chat. You got to want to uh, donate. Adorama, and, uh, B&H, you yeah, got yeah, yeah, Adorama, uh, Amazon business. Uh, you want to, <laughs> uh, you might want to add to that fund. Uh, if we got that going on. So is it your first one? No, nah, it's be my third. Okay. Okay. Come on, man. You see this, man. You don't, yeah, I, I, feel you. I know this. Don't, don't stop at three. What? Do not stop at three. Don't listen to Marcus. Don't listen to Marcus. Do man. not stop at three. Marcus is still in the doghouse. I am not in no doghouse. What's up with you and Creighton managing people's families? <laughs> Creighton was telling me I need to have more babies. I'm like, I didn't manage my fucking nah, uterus. No, no. Just day one day. <laughs> well, here's why. Statistically, it says uh, it's proven that three children are. Well, Marcus, 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 Marcus. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's no, a trap. No, it's a trap. She just said, "Don't be trying to tell her what to do with her uterus." Your response should not be. Well, statistically, what it says that is not the right answer. It's a bro. trap, Marcus. Yeah, not the I mean, yes. yeah. It's a trap I question, Marcus. Yep. Don't fall for it. Right? It is a trap. It's a trap. Just give a thumbs up run. and move on out. That's all you need just to do. Just say yes, ma'am, and carry you, you on. I'm always looking right now. Today, man. So What's going on? Man? Run. Don't I, I'm never political. We will get out of She's going to delete your SD card. Right, you filming your video. Off. Just don't don't do it, Marcus. It's a, trap. Of... it's a trap. I was telling Tony to not keep going. <laughs> not you, Brandy. Right. It's a trap. Nah, nah, I'm, hey, hey, nah, I'm good. Uh, I already got two already, fourteen and eight. So this is it's, it's my last one. Reset. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, don't yeah, feel yeah. bad, bro. I got a twenty year old and a three year old. So I'm hmm. buying cars and car seats. At the you same know, first time. off, we you know, as you know, we're saying this is a black. Um, 
a black thing. You know, we normally start over. So I'll probably have another one in, two, in 20 years. So I'm done. Bro. Um, I'm out of here. I'm out the game. I'm damn. The, I'm out the game. Who posted this a trap? That's absolutely right, Eric. Good looking out. That's the, that's what I was thinking about when I that's exactly it. Yeah, I'm out the, I'm I'm done. I'm out the game, bro. You ain't going to see me with no more unless you see me on the first 48. I'm out the game. Don't do yeah, I'm, I'm done, too. I'm done with that. But ain't my say. That's actually my wife's say. So if she want another one, I ain't got no choice. That's true. Well, I do got a choice. I could go get a snip out and say what I've got on the back, and she don't know. But well, we ain't going that far. But. Um, yeah. Get that down in Vegas um, during NAP and just come back and be like, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no spiracy's a little hard. So yeah. I, I ice my, you know. <laughs> Definitely. You got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> look, look at the ladies, like. <laughs> man, see, this don't is why I love these. Don't get a budget man. vasectomy, please. This is, this is why. Don't get the military one, boy. They, they only do one, they don't do the other. You got Holy back. shit! Like I got Battle Buddy that literally has a hundred percent disability because of a fucked don't, up vasectomy. Don't do it in the military. They do one don't and don't do, do it the in the army, other. man. Yeah, no, they, it's free, but it's a reason. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be a profile okay. for the rest of your life. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, let me ask you about because I know you mentioned it before. How many? So how many uh, locations are they shooting this year? You said. So this is the first one in Dallas. The second one will be in Nashville. Um, then we got a cruise going to Haiti. Wow. Um, after that, they're going to St. Louis, New Orleans, then Orlando, then the last cruise That's in December. Shoot me, shoot me a message. Um, shoot me a DM in the in the community. I come out there. My weekend clear. Right. I'm turning up this weekend, so I'll be out there. I'll come check hey, it out. Anybody good. ever come in town, you come in Dallas, let me know. I'll chop it up with you. Nice. But say, uh, you got to show me where the good food at, though, because I had to, uh, cause, you know, I eat, man. You got to show me where the food at. Oh, that's, yeah, that's too easy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely. That's too easy. That's say less. I'm, yeah, I got you. Even the Gaylord going to be nice, though. The Gaylord is a really, 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 really nice resort. It's dope. Yeah, so they got, so they actually trying to get contracts with all of them. So yeah. they already got the, you know, Every so the one in Orlando, uh, Nashville, and Dallas, they already got it on the contract. So they so they going for I think one is I think one is Cali, and I think it's one in Baltimore. There's one in um, Nashville too. I was at the one in yeah, Nashville yeah. too. Yeah, uh, where they going in um, May? So May so May is Nashville. So yeah. um, they're trying to shoot for Baltimore and L.A. now. So Tara, go to the Turkey Hut. She said uh, spots in Houston. Go to the Turkey Hut. It's a few spots. Houston got some good food too. It just depends what you like. Though. I'm from I'm from Northeast, so my idea of certain stuff is a little different, but still good food. But yeah, yeah, yeah we can definitely, yeah. I may even it's, hopefully it's warm this weekend. I think it's like sixty or something. I may even bring the bring bring one of the cars out. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely send me that. I, I'm yeah, for sure. But that's a good win, man. That's some good. That's some good long term longevity. Uh, yeah. You know, contract. That even if you put, you know, even if you get to the point where you're sending people to do it, you're just layering them. And then you probably, usually at events like that, I meet a lot of clients. I meet a lot of clients in uniform and stuff like that. That turns into more. 
Yeah, I already talked to them already. I'm like, y'all gonna be my way to retirement. And they just laughed and like, hey, let's go. Because if you retire me, that means y'all doing excellent. So if I can help with that, hey, that's, that's, that's true for the moon. Yeah. I mean, it may be something that, you know, you create the brand, the brand keep the contract, and your retirement is just making money off the brand doing anything. People in the Ford oh, yeah, family yeah. don't retire. They just get out the business and the business keep. They're not, they're not living off a of saving. They still got money coming in while they're relaxing somewhere. So that's the, that's the real true way to do it. Uh, it ain't just, you know, we taught to build up the saving, the 401k. The thing is to create a business bigger than you that still generate revenue long after you're gone. And that, and that, you know, that's, that's what you, you know, that's, that's what you on path to do. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, definitely shoot me that info, bro. I'll come out and check you out. All right. Definitely in the city. Cause it's about 45 minutes away. It ain't too far. I'll pop a clutch. Come on out there. Um, Oh, Brandy. Who's up next? Jay Filmo. Hey Ty. Ty, this is Craig. Can I drop can I drop a, a, a quick message before I get on this plane? Go, oh, go ahead, go ahead. So I, I just I, I had a client that uh that I worked with last year real quick. Sorry, I, I won't be long because literally I'm about to get on board uh, uh about the board. I had a client that I worked with last year, and I would say took a chance on me because I didn't really have any type of street credit, if you will, mm-hmm. in order to spend what, what they spent. Got a request a couple of days ago for a short notice shoot uh, this past weekend that it happened. Uh, I'm just co-signing on, well, well for one, uh, Carlos was talking about the whole calendar thing, because this is kind of how uh, a few weeks before, I just shot him, hey, man, I'm just checking on you. Mm-hmm. A few weeks later, turned to uh, last week, uh, and we did some work together. When I tell you all this whole two is one, one is none for everybody who's not in the military, and I talked about it before, at some point in time, you are going to have a shoot where two or three things, maybe four, just die on you. Ty, <laughs> we're, we're out on set. <laughs> when something go off, the guy's looking at me like, well, damn, we don't even have, you, your light's not, don't worry, I got another one. Oh, you got another one? Okay. Well, this piece go out. No, no, don't worry, I got another one. Big old battery go, don't, no, don't worry, I got another one. This whole while of what I've been doing, while, while you know, we're, we're not stocking, but just planning for you, you're not shooting for personal, you're shooting for business. You always need to have a safe, you know, you talk about this. And you, um, you won't have you time know, to troubleshoot a lot of that stuff either. No, and it starts freaking you out when yep. you're trying to. Yep. You can't really focus. You start losing. The next thing you know, you done said sorry a couple times to the client. And now you're looking like, a, yeah, that, 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 ain't, that ain't cool at all. But uh, by the time everything was, was said and done, uh, the, uh, this guy that I work with, uh, he says, you know, last year to this year, man, you look like you made some strides. And this was this work was for <laughs> a director role that he had and um, uh, a piece of something else that he was working on private. Uh, but all to say, man, uh, uh, by the end of it, uh, of the discussion, he's like, man, you, you I can see a difference between this year and last year and kind of how you move, man. You're looking good. I said, oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Toward the end, he says, um, so I'll send you a check. I said, you don't need to send me a check. Uh, you, you have the payment linked in. I didn't, again, I've done work with him before. He'd already told, I, I trusted him. You know what I'm saying? He'd already signed uh, the proposal file. Hadn't looked down toward the bottom. I don't need a check from you. All you got to do is click on the link. Mm-hmm. That'll take you to the payment. That'll take you to everything else. Gentleman looks at me and says, I think you just uh, got yourself a business referral, sir. I appreciate it. Yep, that's love. Sometimes so, overcoming obstacles in front of clients, they have more respect for them. 
That's all. That's my two cents. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Redundancy is everything, especially when you're working. If he would have lost something or been, not been able to finish that shoot, he, he, he went from losing a client to gaining a client plus a referral. Redundancy is everything. I don't. That's why I told you when I see YouTubers talk about they do this for a living and they don't talk about redundancy, I don't trust you. I don't because I'm going to tell you to buy another camera before I tell you to upgrade your camera. Jay Filmo, what's on you, brother? Hey man, it's Josh. Sorry, I'm in, the, in my car. Oh, Another beard, bearded brother, of beard course. Gang. Okay, let me, let me <laughs> get my comb out. Okay, one day. <laughs> anyway, I um, sorry I'm driving, so I'm gonna turn this off. Are you good? But um, <clears throat> so I uh, got a couple wins. I actually ended up doing like three proposals this week, which was pretty uh, pretty stellar for me. Um, kind of getting the pieces put together, which was good. So just waiting to kind of hear back on those, but um. I actually had a question, um, and you guys may have talked about this already. Is anybody having any issues with Black Magic or with the um, with, uh, DaVinci Resolve, uh, with like playback issues or whatever? I've got the pro account, of course, but um, man, it's like after this new update, everything just kind of fell apart with uh, the speed on it. I was just curious to see if anybody else uh, had any any feedback on that. I haven't. What kind of system do you get? That's, I think that's the because it was Intel. Well, I got a MacBook Pro, but is it Intel or M1, M2? Yeah, so I still I still have the Intel chip, but it looks like you know I never had any issues before, but it looks like just this new update. So that might be it. It might be there whether they gravitating towards the M1 now or M2. Yeah, there there I don't I I really can't put my finger on it, but I know for sure their Mac version is heavily leaning towards the the new M1 M2. They don't really the support for Intel's it's supported with the new versions, but they're not they're not working to optimize it as much as they used to. But yeah, like, like I said, this is the first time I've ever had any issues with it. I mean, it was yeah. blazing fast and then I updated and I'm like, well, what the crap? So, um, so I don't know. I was just curious if anybody, anybody else was having any issues with it. I'll let anybody else chime in if they had any issues. Nobody else. I, I yeah, that's, I would contact black magic. Their customer service is actually really, really good. And, and see if right, they cool. if they offer anything um but that's yeah i know one thing for me dealing with um davinci resolve once i learned where to put my proxies and things like that things ran a lot better because what i usually do is i'll plug in a, a solid state drive and then run i'll run my project off my my home uh hard drive but just have my proxies off my solid state and it sped things up a lot for me but All right, I'll check into the proxy. I, haven't, I don't think I've been using the proxies. I've just been moving everything. Uh, I'm a I'm a local hard drive guy. I move everything to the local hard drive, do it, and then move it off. So that way, you know, get the optimal speed out of the hard drive. But um, yeah, it's like it's the first time I've ever had any issues, and I didn't change any settings. So I, other than just the update, so I didn't know if anybody else was having issues or not. So, All you, right, I'll, I'll, I'll dig deeper. Do you know if your local hard drive is solid state or a regular SSD? <laughs> No, it's drive. a solid state. Okay. Yeah, it's the Apple solid state. Yeah, you should be. You should be moving fast, Danny. Honest with you. Yeah. Hey, Ty, are you, are you? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just wondering, Ty, are you running your apps uh, off your externals or or your main apps? You running off your your local, and then you keeping your projects on well, the filing, the library on your out externals. I'm running local um, apps around local files are external. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because i because i the more you add so you know apple has made it difficult for you to really buy a lot of local storage it's just that's the thing that kick up the price of your 
system. Um, so what I do is I get some, you can get a SSD of four terabyte for pretty cheap now and run it off USB three or Thunderbolt and get pretty good speeds. Not as fast as your, well, you got an M one or M two, not as fast as your local hard drive, but you can get some really good speeds, you know, close to 800 megabytes per second, somewhere really in the five to six range. And that's fast enough to do 4k. So I usually run it, run my, my projects off of those SD cards. Um, that so I had a developer buddy. So I had a developer buddy that talked me out of doing that because that's what I used to do too. He said, "Think of it this way." He said, "You're basically taking a Ferrari and trying to run it through a uh, two-lane tunnel with traffic. So that's basically your your cord. Even in USB Thunderbolt, you're basically taking a, like a Ferrari and you're just putting it in congested traffic. So mm-hmm. you should move them to the local hard drive and, and do your editing and everything off the local hard drive and then pull it back off when you're done." Yeah, so, so what I do is just the program files I keep on the hard drive on the local system, mm-hmm. but the but the the video files I run those off the solid state. So everything mm-hmm. so it's writing to both. So you kind of got the speeds of both because it's writing to both instead of just one. If you can get it on your local hard drive, you got space in your local hard drive. Nothing beats that. But I try to divide it up because my thing is like once once I create proxies and add all this crap. When you're local, you know I got a I got a MacBook Pro. I think I got a two terabyte on it when that thing get full you, you jacked so to help eliminate that i try to get because the, the biggest files are usually my video files i try to run those off a of, off a of solid state drive we got a, we got an apple guy in the house too i you know he could speak on it but he trying to he trying to be all quiet and stuff but we you know the apple guy i ain't gonna point no fingers you know what i'm saying but uh, I want to know who the Apple guy Mr. is. The Apple guy here. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna throw him under the bridge. But you know, he he's certified and triple. He got a he got an Ooh. Apple teardrop under his eye. He got a few of them. Show uh, yourself. But I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna put him on blast. But because when I was talking, he was making sure I was saying the right stuff. But you know, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna point him out. But uh, that's usually what I do. Um, I got a pretty good solid state. And uh, if you got a thunder, if you get a thunderbolt. You get a solid state that's Thunderbolt, not USB three. Oh, you will like it. That and I run a server. Um, I have a server. My server uh, that's pretty decent. I probably get about six, seven hundred megs a second. It's decent for four K. You're fine if you're doing eight and six. It's just it's difficult. Yeah. But also contact contact Blackmagic. They are really their customer service is really good. Really good. Um, we got, is it Tara? Am I pronouncing it correct? Uh, it's Tierra. Tierra. Okay. Don't beat me up. Uh-huh. You're close. You're no, Houston, no, no, no. It's fine. Okay, close three. enough. Close enough. Well, no, well, no I'm visiting. I'm going to be visiting this weekend. So. Okay. Yeah. They're going to take you to I'm, the turkey I'm hut. in the, the tur- turkey hut. Okay. Turkey All hut. right. I'll definitely make sure that I go there. Um, I guess this is like a semi-win because it's not completely closed out. Uh, I was getting my hair done a couple of weeks ago at a natural hair salon before I ended up getting the braids. And I was talking to somebody on the phone just briefly about like, you know, helping me out with a possible beta client. And the owner overheard me talking and just asked questions about, you know, what do I do and different things like that. And so she has a interesting problem and it's outside of what I think my scope is, but I will, since I'm still finding my niche, I think I might just take it on as a challenge since 
I have the time to be able to do it. So her issue is not clients. She actually has clients. The issue is she doesn't have a, a strong social media presence. Mm-hmm. The owner doesn't have a strong social media presence. They've been there for a long time. They have a nice facility, but um, she doesn't have hair braiders. She has a lot of people who specialize in just natural styles and dreading and different things, but specifically braiding, twisting, that sort of thing. She doesn't have it and is trying to attract that clientele. So my what I've been doing lately is just researching to find out exactly. Uh, I have one good friend who actually did my hair, who is a hair braider, just trying to get some insight from her so I can know where these people are located and different things. And one of the major challenges I know is that most people have to pay a, a fee, of course, to be to work in a shop. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, if I can just work out of my house, then I don't have to pay that fee. But then there are other people who do like that work home separation would prefer and feel safer to be at a facility. So it's just trying to find out who that ideal braider is and how to target them before I even talk about what can be done. So I have a possible beta client um, that I wasn't even looking for that kind of fell in my lap. I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of good things about the situation. One is if you decide to go in this niche, you know that other shop owners are having this problem. It's not, it's not just her. So recruiting videos to keep people, because her goal is to get a certain yeah. type of person in and get that booth rent paid. Um, maybe selling the features of the security of the shop, walk-in traffic, the fact that we bring you new clientele, walk-in traffic, the the fact that it's well-lit and secured, you know, the, 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 the amenities are things that, you know, braiders would, would probably, you know, like to see if they were thinking about, you know, renting a booth or a suite. Um, it's kind of, like I said, there's two things you can learn from it. One is always great to know what shop owners are going through so you can know what to target. You know what I mean? Because once you get this down and you're able to get her what she need, there wouldn't be another shop owner that you couldn't walk up to and say, hey, because their goal is you think shop owners want to bring in traffic. They really want to get every booth filled so they can get their booth rent. That's that's big for them. And I, my mother owned a salon, so I kind of grew up and knew probably more than most guys know um, to this day when they come to hair and just seeing the whole process and just understanding how important it is to get, you know, booth rent or some places that do like percentages of, they do booth rent plus percentages, plus they want you to sell products. Um, I think that me personally in that situation, I'm a, I think a gold mine would be one Facebook groups. Cause there's a lot of Facebook groups with braiders and people. That's actually who, one of them. Yeah. Yep. And then two, creating a video that will appeal to the people in that group. And, and I think it's really going to be based off, you know, why should I braid at a, at a place instead of braiding at home? Well, the amenities, um, new customers, you know, and I just creating content that kind of targets braiders and saying, Hey, if you want, you know, a great place where you can, the vibe is good. You can get walk-in traffic. If you want to grow your hair braiding business, we want to help you by, by providing you with the location that get you in front of more customers. So what's appealing to them is making more money. We want to help you make money by placing you in a reputable location with a lot of foot traffic. Um, where you're safe and secure, you know, you, you're able to lock up your stuff and have all your products and everything you need. So I, I think that it's a good situation. If you choose, you may get and do it and complete it and have success and say, you know what, this still ain't the niche for me. But <laughs> while, while you're still going through the process, you're, you're solving a problem that a lot of business owners 
in her situation is facing right now. So if you can solve it and it does become your niche and you can walk into another shop who you can look around and see on a Saturday, if it's two or three booths or, or chairs open, they don't, they're not at full capacity. We offer content or we, we have a solution to help you fill up, um, you know, fill seats. Now, after they fill seats, next is going to be bringing in more clients. So that's, but that's something that, you know, I don't want to say that's the easy part. That's just a predictable part. There may be other things like I've, I've talked to salon owners who wanted to sell more of their products. So they had TVs and we wanted to show videos of products that they had in the store on those TVs just to spark the conversation. Hey, y'all got that conditioner here or y'all got, you know what I mean? Just to get more sales because they wanted to make, you know, more money with the with the foot traffic they already have. So um it's a good place to be if you can solve that problem, which shouldn't be too hard. I mean it's just it's really it's really a recruiting video. Um mm-hmm. it's just creating a recruiting video and convincing somebody to, you know, be a part of, you know, the salon or shop. Um natural hair exposed might be a good one too. Yep. Or like anything that deals with like organic stuff or like whole foods that sort of thing because you know it's really part of that niche. Absolutely. And yeah, like Ty, you were talking about the amenities, having like, you know, that personalized wash basin that's actually made for someone's head to rest in, you mm-hmm. know, and having a clear defined space for equipment. Yeah, those are big things. That way yeah. you ain't in the kitchen sink with palmolive on the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I noticed that kind of separated her from a lot of like the other different type of shops that I've been to is that she actually, the cleanliness and the fact that like as soon as everybody got up, like I know that right now mask requirements aren't really a thing in a lot of places. They still have their mask requirements and like they clean as as you go mm-hmm. along. Every time somebody got up and went from one place to the next, whether you were, you know, in the shampoo bowl or you went over to to the dryer, just it didn't matter. Wherever you were, that that area was cleaned like instantly. And that's the first time I've ever actually seen that in a salon. I know that sounds kind of gross, but like just that's the first time that I've actually seen that level of cleanliness. And also, I mean, think about the the benefit of that to a braider. You can charge more for your work if you're in a facility like this. Like you can make more money in a facility like this. You may, you know, there is booth rent, but you're getting foot traffic and your the value of what you offer is greater. So and I would punch them in the throat. Why are you why are you charging twenty dollars a head at home when you can be getting eighty a head in the shop? You know what I mean? And that's something that people will really be like, dang. You know, because people who want to make more money in less time, they're thinking of how to do it. It ain't a, a different braid. Don't get me wrong. If you're going from, you know, it can only bring so much money. But the value that you offer with the environment will really help you, you know, charge more for your work. And it'll make it's you like, look better at what you do. It's like and that difference lost, between the, being The salon should be selling okay. their services as well. The, the, the salon should be promoting them. So right. that should yep. help them build as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they almost. can market themselves as a boutique rather than a small business yeah. because, like these braiders do, like you're talking about eight to twelve hours worth of work, you know, and they're still just seen as a small business when reality is that, that's professional level hair. Yeah, and who knows? You may be able to pair it with something else, like a pedicure, or you know, something else is going on in the shop that you may be able to get two or three things done at once. And I mean, the biggest thing I would push is charge more for your work by having by being a part of an establishment that helps show your value. 
you know, and, and you don't have to, you know, you can do two or three heads a week instead of 10 trying to, you know, pay bills. And, and, you know, that's what the, the shop offers you. You know, we, we spend the money to show the value to market and, you know, you, you, you reap the benefits of that by working smarter, not Thank harder. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's, I, I appreciate think the be feedback. Dope. You, where you say you're from originally, you say you're visiting Houston? Oh, yeah, I'm just visiting. So um, on a personal note, uh, my grandfather turned 91 on Valentine's Day. So I'm just going out to show love. I haven't been out there in like four years. So it'll be good to just kind of get away. And I'm just going to always bring my camera everywhere with me. So I'll be bringing my camera with That's me dope. just just because. But um, yeah, but I'm, I'm in the D.C. metropolitan area. Okay. Though. Yeah. DMV. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was stationed out there, too. Yeah, that's what's up. Go see Galveston Island if you get time in Houston. Okay. Yeah, Galveston Island is my spot. It's Florida ish. If you you know it is Florida, oh. it, it, they gonna don't let the Texans. I love tell you. Florida now. The Texans <laughs> gonna downplay it, but Galveston is the truth. I like Galveston because it's just it's a beach town, ocean water, peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't let the Texans tell you the water in this. Just no, just go and just have fun. <laughs> so. Okay, but I have, look, I don't get in water that I can't see. If you, I can't see through it. You can see through it when the sun is directly over the top <laughs> and the light okay, hits. So that Bullshit, Todd. That's what that Bullshit. is. That means that I, as long as I don't go above the knees, then I'm safe. Yeah. No toxic waste. As long as the current ain't, you know, on the triple <laughs> on the second Tuesday of the if the sun is out and you yeah, you cool. Just, you know, you ain't gotta okay. go swimming, but just check out Galveston Island. Check There's some it good out. seafood out there too, if you like seafood. Oh, I love seafood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, be yeah. in the DMV and not eat seafood yeah. unless you have an allergy. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> in Houston, you got to try out like the charcoal oysters. That is so cool. Yeah. Okay. There's some, good, some spots in Houston. Good times. When are you coming down? Um, Friday morning, and then I'll be leaving early on uh, Monday morning. Keep okay. us keep cool. us posted on um, keep us posted on that project. We'd love to hear how things turn out. Okay, yeah. we'll do. Well, we got we got tie up next. Who got some W's? We gonna end, I'm gonna end it on time. I'm gonna let y'all keep talking. I'm gonna end it on tie. You know, cause you know us Tyrones, we gotta stick together. Cause there's only like six good ones left in the world now. Nah. They did they come up to you in the in the community ask you if you got some VCRs for sale like they do me? They come up to me want to know if I got some some iPhones, some stolen iPhones for sale just cause my name Tyrone. Now nah. y'all gotta put a little respect on our names. All of us ain't selling iPhones. You know what I'm saying? But if you need one, you just let me know. But all of us ain't out here doing all If you need a 60-inch TV. There you go. I I ain't saying I have one, but I might know where to get one. I ain't saying I got one, but my name Tyrone. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't saying I got this stuff laying around, but. Hey, I have a quick question, right? Um, Because I'm I'm an Adobe guy. And I've been on, you know, Adobe for Oh God, 15 years. And everybody's talking about um what's the black magic one? Da Vinci Resolve. Da Vinci. Yep. And I I need a professional opinion about is it worth it to switch? Because oh yeah, I can't be waiting for this well, one night. Because <laughs> yeah. here's what's gonna happen. Oh boy, he about to go in. Oh yeah. Well, here's what's gonna happen. I'm a switch and a project that would take me half hour, 40 minutes to just whip through is, is going to take me hour and a half, three hours until I figure all that stuff out. 
Yeah. Let me go okay. ahead and get my DaVinci Resolve keyboard. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna jump in on this one. That was my that was my question. Um, you know, do I do I roll with with Adobe, knowing that I can efficiently crank through all the, the stuff that I I can do? Um, and if I'm following your system, then at some point I'm gonna be hiring people to do that crap anyway. So true. I'm gonna say like this. Okay, so I had I had a really good conversation with a few people. Uh, like me and Ronnie talk about this a lot. I'm going to tell you why I think Adobe is worth learning, at least just the editing side. Premiere is great. I'm, I'm, an, I'm a Final Cut Pro guy. This is a Final Cut Pro keyboard. I'm, I'm a Final Cut Pro guy. I, I, I can just cut through something in Final Cut Pro in two minutes and be done. Like that is my, right. you know what I'm saying? That's just like my home, you know what I'm saying? But as content got better and I cared more about color. I cared more about audio. I cared more about special effects. I found myself in DaVinci Resolve for little things. And what Blackmagic has done is they've really cornered the market by purchasing. Um, they originally purchased DaVinci Resolve to be a colorist suite, to just color with it. Then they went and bought Fairlight. Because Fairlight was like the Pro Tools of movie audio. Then they went out and bought Fusion. Then they created the edit page and they said, we're going to give you all of that in one app for free. And we're going to pump the world full of so much training that we're going to dominate in places that other companies just aren't doing. We're going to give you more updates. We're going to pump it out. So in my opinion, DaVinci Resolve is probably the best app for creatives um, because you don't need to leave that app for anything. The edit page is very similar to Final Cut Pro and um, Premiere. In fact, you can even go in and change all of your, you can change your keyboard shortcut with one click to Adobe Premiere. And now I can use your Final Cut Pro. And now I can use my Final Cut Pro keyboard in DaVinci Resolve. So they make it very easy. Um, and then they are the only company that I can think of that put out training from DaVinci. So it's not some YouTuber, some kid showing you. It's legitimate, real Blackmagic design training to get you up to speed on every aspect, not even like we're going to give you the basics and then we're going to charge you for the, no, they give you everything in edit and mm. the edit page in the color page in the fusion page and the Fairlight page. They give you training on everything. Okay. That's number two or three or whatever. The next thing they do extremely well, extremely well. And this is something that, when I say this punched me in the throat about five or six months ago, I mean, it was a haymaker. Their standard plugins are better than the majority of stuff that I bought. And that's what prevented me from, like, I got all these plugins and Final Cut Pro. I got, you know, I got noise reduction. I got uh, steady cam. But when you go and you work with DaVinci's built-in plugins, they're... Their uh, stabilizer is second to none. I cannot find a stabilizer that's better than DaVinci Resolve stabilizer. 
their tracking where I can lock onto a target and change the color, add a picture, whatever is second to none. Their audio editing with Fairlight is second to none. Like the features that it have with voice isolation, all of these plugins that I spent money on that'll crash my machine that, that aren't good after an update that don't come over from Intel Mac to M1 Mac. That's giving me all of these problems. That's outdated. And they're saying you got to upgrade to version. Nah, all of this stuff happens in DaVinci resolve natively. So I don't have to use 20 plugins to get the best out of this operating system. It's all built in and it is the best of the best. So I had to force myself to switch. Like I deleted my old app and said, I'm just going to, Hey, I'm just going to roll with it. Changing over the keyboard shortcuts made it a lot easier. It was like getting off crack. It was rough. It was rough. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I'm sitting here like, man, this is, I just need to, but it's been so worth it because the level of content I've been able to create has taken a step further because mm -hmm. I have better tools. And let me just the study cam alone, right? In Final Cut, everybody know if you use study cam and you crank it up, it's going to be jello eat in a mug. It's never, you're never going to be like, you're never going to look at it and be like, you, you can never use the maximum setting on Final Cut Pro study cam and get a usable result. You just can't. You Right? It's just, it's trash. Like on, <laughs> on DaVinci Resolve, man, it is, it is mind blowing how good it is. It is. I mean, it, it's weird how good it is. Like it is, it'll take footage that you like, nah, we can't use that. And it'll make it usable. So it, it's just, it's just second to the noise reduction. Let's talk about noise reduction. I've paid for neat, uh, a $300, $200 noise reduction plugin that makes your computer so slow that before you render it, you got to leave it, go on a cruise and come back. And hopefully you're at 50%. Anybody who used neat or needed noise reduction, they know exactly they're doing this right now. The noise reduction is so trash outside of DaVinci Resolve. It's not even funny. And then you go put on DaVinci Resolve noise reduction that makes your footage usable. Then you sharpen it again. It's on point and your system barely hiccup. Voice isolation. That's another one. Ali, good looking out. Voice isolation. So you recording somebody. It's a lot going on. Final Cut just came up with their version. I thought I was killing it because I had paid for a plugin to give me that. A $900 plugin that they, after a year, they're like, time to upgrade. Oh, sorry, this only works on Intel Max. It don't work on M1 unless you upgrade. And then Final Cut Pro come out with their voice isolation, which is nice. And then you go and you go and you get to DaVinci Resolve and their voice isolation is absolutely ridiculous. You can capture somebody talking in a in a crowded room and it'll sound like you have the best mic possible in a quiet sound dampening room. It is ridiculous. So I'm going to say it's worth learning. It's worth going over that, swallowing that Popeye's biscuit to learn that new, <laughs> <laughs> to, to learn that new system. And, and it's free. There's a pro version that got, I think the noise reduction and stuff is the pro version. There's, there's a, there's a good reason to upgrade, but I would learn the software. If you really like it and you decide you want to buy a tool to edit faster with something like this, the pro version comes with any of that. I would never buy the pro version. I would just buy something that's black magic and then you get it for free. So 
And then everything lives in one file. I can edit from the cloud. I can edit something. You can have DaVinci Resolve. I can say, hey, Ty, jump in on this project. You can log in and see my whole timeline and edit it from there mm. and save it and boom. Or we can work on two different videos in the same bunch of files. I can say, this is the project. These are the files. These are the videos I shot today. Hey, can you work on interview two while I work on interview one? And we working. You remote, I'm here. Boom. We got it. So it is... They've just done everything right with DaVinci. They listen to their people. They keep coming out with updates. They, yeah, they, they just, they're just listening. They're just on it right now. And everybody else's Final Cut Pro will give you two updates a year. Uh, 90% of it is bug fixes. The other one is stuff like 3D text or something that you're like, eh. Meanwhile, DaVinci is giving you Fusion and they're literally shooting movies and doing Marvel level effects with Fusion. Like it's beyond what you would need. Like, and it just condenses okay. all of those apps into one. So I personally think it's worth it. That's my Hey opinion. Ty, I'm, I'm sold. Ty, I'm the one, uh, this is Josh. I, yep, I'm the one yep. that was just talking about the, the Black Magic. I was in your shoes just not too long ago. Same thing, like on the fence, because I was in uh, forever Adobe user. And like you were saying, want to, you know, you're like, man, I could do this in like 30 minutes. But I literally took the jump, like I said, just stopped using Adobe altogether, forced myself. I would say probably within, I don't know, three or four days of using it, you, you, you'll, you'll get into it. The cut page alone saves you. Uh, that's my favorite part of the whole thing. The cut page alone is like, lightning on getting stuff edited it, it is such a time saver um but yeah in that iso the, the the audio iso i just literally saved my butt on audio that had so much echo in it when i got it home and was listening to it i was like oh my gosh i'm never gonna be able to use this literally two clicks of a button and i was like wow this sounds like you had a laugh on like it yeah. is amazing features like your ability to snap on a face and smooth skin and whiten teeth like, like, just like Photoshop, like literally you can, it'll lock on the face, find the face and be like, what you want to do, chief? Smooth the skin, lighten the teeth, add makeup, whatever. Render, let's go. Like there's a plugin you needed for Final Cut to do that. And this works better than that plugin that I spent all this money on. So it's just, they're just, man, they're bringing it right now. They are bringing it. And it's just updates. You can't even use it without a new update coming out. But the updates are good. So I would definitely say it's worth learning. They make it easy for you to learn. Plus, it's, if, even if you buy it, it's $300 once and not whatever Adobe's charging you per month. Ty, you need to cut this video and send it to Blackmagic and see if we can all get some discounts. I'm, I'm, you know <laughs> what? <the> promo. <laughs> What's weird is Blackmagic, they usually let me interview them at, at NAB, but they just, reached, they, they, just, they just reached out to me about DaVinci Resolve. And I'm like, hey, yeah, sign me up. I just, I like it. I mean, I, you know, it just, it works, man. Like I, you know, Final Cut remind me of the cut page because it's quick and easy to go through. I feel like they took everything that people love about other stuff, they uh -huh. implemented it, and then made it better. And it's just, it just rocks, man. Like, I I got nothing bad to say about DaVinci Resolve. It used to, like, version 15, 14 used to be funny, but they just, man, they got it. It rocks. It, it just does it. Like, I don't, they're going to take over the world. There's no reason to, you don't have to leave the app for nothing. Audio editing, sound effects motion graphics tracking um color correction like you don't need to leave it for nothing 
one file. I'm saving one file, one folder, my whole project. You know how many times I'll be linking videos to try to pull up old stuff and I got to remember it. None of that stuff. None of one that. of the other, one of the reasons why I switched, I made the switch from Adobe was because I was always having crashes from uh, going from Premiere to um, After Effects. Oh shoot, I, I've been not After Effects. Well, yeah, that was always an, an issue, but um, the well, it's been so long since I've used it. What's the one where you uh, render out? Um, oh, compressor, media encoder. Oh, encoder. encoder. Yeah, Thank encoder. Media yeah. encoder. I was always having drop files on media encoder, and then of course, media encoder's got so many options. It's like, well, which one do I choose? And it's like Black Magic basically said, okay, these are really the only ones that you need to use, so just use these, you know. And it's always the best settings, you know, right out of the box. So, yeah, it's simplified on that aspect for me. Um, so to further to build on those points that Ty made, um, the stabilization there's actually two version. There's the easy version on the edit page, and then there's the more advanced version on the color page, which takes it even further than how far Ty has already hyped it up. Like it's amazing the voice isolation i personally can speak to the fact that i was at a food truck festival i was doing an interview right next to a generator and it's as if the generator didn't exist it was so bad that i had to go back and add that in sound effects to make it sound natural so i would definitely speak to that and the training material is like built into it you can search it really fast to find whatever you're looking for keyboard bindings it's up to you and whether you want to change them or not but if you learn the black magic way, it actually, in my opinion, speeds it up a lot faster, but I understand people are switching. So whatever you're used to is what you're used to. Um, the, the one thing that's not really mentioned is that Fusion is also a standalone application. Once you purchase any of their product and you get the studio version license, that license also gives you access to the standalone Fusion. So you could do just your VFX work in one thing, bring it in the same way. Um, Lana asked how easy it was to link it to old projects from other applications like Final Cut, et cetera, et cetera. If you have the XML file, you yep. can open the project up and link it back to it directly. So you can export, and, you can export, if you got a current timeline, you can export the XML and then import it into DaVinci Resolve. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. And then another thing that's really cool about it is since version 18 came out, they came out with a proxy generator tool. So you don't have to worry about generating the proxy. You just have it watch that folder anytime you drop any media files in there. It automatically generates the proxy for you and it links it to the project, whichever the file is located in. So there, there's definitely a lot of benefits and like optimizations compared. So for the record, like I started learning this video editing stuff on Premiere and I loved it. But then I found DaVinci Resolve and I instantly switched. Like I stopped working on all my projects in Premiere, moved it over. The one thing I will say that I've, I've noticed that like a lot of people have complained about with Resolve is Premiere has that auto captioning tool for the captions. DaVinci Resolve does not have that. It's, it's not as easy to create captions in it. You can still do subtitles, but it's not as easy as clicking the button, it goes through the files, get it for you and bring it. So that's, if, if I had to find one thing to ding them for, which in the grand scheme of things for what you're getting, it's that. And um, the studio version, the only reason to really upgrade to it is if you're using H.265 codecs, if you're editing anything higher than 4K, noise reduction, the voice isolation is actually only in the studio version. So I guess those are the four things. If you need those four things, 
then that's definitely a reason to update to the but studio version. Buy an editing panel because it's like three hundred. Yeah. yeah, don't, don't buy, buy the studio. Yeah, yeah, buy buy the hardware to get it. And, and like Ty says, it comes with their cameras, their keyboards, anything that's physical from them. You do get the studio version license with it. Also, so I haven't I haven't bought one of the keyboards or panels yet. Which ones do you guys? Which one have you guys bought that you really like? I got the whole keyboard. And if if you if you can afford it, I say get the whole keyboard. If if you're just you know the price drop, want to do something quick, then just get the speed editor. Yeah, I got I got the pro version when when uh when our church bought the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema, so I I got the uh, the pro version on my laptop, of course, because I was doing all the editing stuff. So that was a plus for me. But yeah, okay, cool. Thanks, let me, guys. Let me also tell you guys this real quick. If you look in your area, see if you can find a local uh, Blackmagic group because if you host a black magic training and you if you're a certified and you host a training in your area which will be free black magic will pay the trainer so i used to be a part of a group in the dfw area where like every like wednesday they would have a training and you can go to the training and sit in and bring your laptop and learn some stuff um and that and as long as you showed up that person got paid so it was like a group it, it was like if you can get 20 or more people to come out Black Magic will pay you, and then they'll have to the train it. So, it's it's and it, it's easy to get certified. Like like Ty said, they provide all the materials, and literally you go through the training, read the manuals, do the video training stuff there, and it has the exam right there that you just take. It's again, it's free. You're not paying for it. You're just showing that you understand the stuff, and then you get to go from there. And if you go to NAB, oh Lord, okay, I'm convinced. If you go to NAB, they will Me have a, a bunch of computers, and you can sit there and get trained from them during NAB. In fact, they'll have a a schedule full of what they're going to train you on, like Fusion at eight, this at nine, and you can go there and literally sit in front of a, 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 a iMac and learn all day long, all four days. So it's dope, super dope. But um, for me, that's my time. I gotta, I gotta roll. I will leave it open though. Uh, we got yeah sandwiches, trouble sandwich. We're we gonna um, let Marcus finish taking his beating, um, and that way people can finish chopping it up. Mark Marcus said, "Hold on, let me find you on my." Uh, but good wins this week. I like that. I like. I like that. We got everything from from everything to everything. Wait, where you at? Okay, boom. There you go. So yeah, I will definitely see you guys next week. I got. If you get a chance, if you haven't seen it, please go look at the video talking about the new platform. I would love to hear you guys' feedback, what you think, what you like, what you don't like. We're in the building stage, so if it's something that you, you know, you think you might like or need, please let me know so I can try to incorporate that with moving forward. Um, but most importantly, Flash from Academy app coming for iOS and Android that will allow you to do everything within the app. So we're moving, we're doing bigger things and uh, you know, make this platform better. And give you guys more because I appreciate your love and support. I hope every week when we do this, we can step away with something that can help us grow, grow our business and maybe even grow in life a little bit. So, um, you know, that's what it's all about. But, uh, oh, somebody posted, you posted the uh, certification. Definitely. All right. I'll see y'all next week. And y'all be safe. Yeah. Later, Ty. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.